You're listening to the Can Man Podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And the boys are back. Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Can Man Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Can Man Canoia, and sitting across from me we got Action Jackson. Oh, what's up? And to my right, we got Producer Jay. The fuck was that? <laughs> we're, we're, we're changing it up. This, oh, we're this, getting, uh, this season. We're getting real emotional, real oh, quick. We're, right? into it. we're invested in I this. Was yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm boys. I'm happy to be back. Uh, you know, we took a little time off, did some stuff, did some things, but uh, we're back bigger than ever. Oh yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, why don't we do what we always start with and do our overrated, underrated of the past nine months? Uh, Chris, why don't you hit us with the year overrated? My overrated is leg day. Leg day. Big time overrated. Big time overrated because then you can't walk the next day and you got to play a playoff game. You can't be able to skate. And Mike's an asshole trainer who tries to kill me. Uh-huh. And my yep. legs want to fall off. So yeah, it's overrated. Don't yeah. do it. Right, not checks, worth it. Checks off all the, yeah, uh, not worth the boxes not, right there. Not worth it at all. Of course, we got an underrated for us. My uh, underrated? I'm just going to complain some more. Uh, I can keep complaining if you'd like, but my underrated is ice milk. Screw that ice cream shit. Ice milk. Okay, it's wait. So much better. Roll me through this. Ice milk. It's. Do you put? You just pour like you get some ice cubes. You pour some milk over. No, no, no. It's actually called ice milk. It's not ice cream. It's made. It's ice cream, but made with milk instead, instead of, of cream? cream. Yeah. So it's so much better. Oh, it's not as like. Where, where do you get this magical at the, food? At the gro- like Dairy Queen is ice milk. It's not ice cream. It's ice milk. So I didn't know that dairy, there was a difference. Yeah, have you is never tried just, Dairy Queen and been like, this is fucking amazing? Is it not just soft ice cream? Is that not No, ice it's milk? not just soft ice. No, no. No? No, no, no. no. Okay. Da- like, Dairy oh, Queen is geez. ice milk. Sorry for offending. So, so wow. much better. So much better. That's my... Literally. Other, I'm clear. very passionate about this. I can see that. Yes, yeah. you can see yeah, that. You're, you're getting real aggressive mm-hmm. uh, yeah. right now, and I don't do not appreciate well, it. Well, suck it up, princess. Uh, <laughs> Producer Jay, uh, what's your overrated... You know what? I've recently been bit by the shingles bug. <laughs> oh, man. Just say. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm fired up about it. That's, that's overrated shit. I'm 20, 23, going on 72. <laughs> and, and I shouldn't be having that shit right now. Leave that shit in the old folks' home. That's mm-hmm. overrated. I don't yep. want it. Absolutely. That's fair. Yeah, that sounds like it sucks. It uh, is. <laughs> do you have an underrated for us? Bring, us? bring us back. Bring us some happy news. Oh, yeah. Board shorts. Okay. There's nothing better than like a mid-thigh trunk. Mm-hmm. But... There is. It's the mid-calf short, <laughs> a.k.a. the board short. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. It's like a capri, but for men. They're stylish, yet comfortable. I love them. You can wear them at the beach yeah. or at a funeral. Uh, okay. It depends on the funeral. Maybe this guy was nice. Maybe he was like a surfer dude. Yeah, he was a surfer. Yeah, yeah. He died surfing, mm. yeah. and they want to be buried on the beach. Yeah. Mm. Chris, it mm. seems like you have an update for us. Um, uh, just so you guys know, we're recording this uh, after or during the draft lottery. Uh, so Chris, why don't you update us so you can all hear my live reaction when I... Well, uh, Taylor Hall got his elite centerman for the first time in his career. Oh, no way. He's going first? Yeah. Jack Hughes to oh, the baby. New Jersey Devils. Oh, baby. Probably. Uh, Nico, he And then the Rangers Hughes. are number two. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God Chicago didn't get number yeah. two. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good. If Chicago got Hughes or Capo Caco, they were winning the cup next year. I would have stopped watching hockey at that point. Yeah. I, I would have. Yeah. And, and Mike, where did your Red Wings finish in the draft lottery? They, yeah, they were number number six. They, they, fell, they <laughs> fell a few, eh? <laughs> hmm. 
takes. <laughs> we're not. We're hey, fine, man. man. You're I, good. I, I've been there before. <laughs> you know no, you haven't. You guys got the number one overall. Uh, well, there's many before that that were not one overall. Yeah, whatever. And I don't care about. You know what would make history. you feel better, Mike? Doing an overrated and underrated. <laughs> it just might. You guys want to know what my overrated is? Who my overrated is? It's the one. It's the only. It's Connor McDavid. Wow. He is a bust. He is overrated. He literally bust in his leg uh, earlier this week. He is wow. big trash. Wow. Big trash. Wouldn't he be able to play for his country? Is he not patriotic? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Where was he, he in the World Juniors this year? Yeah. Wasn't in the World Juniors. Might be a commie. I don't know. And, and you see why I said Taylor Hall's finally getting his elite center. Because yeah. Connor McDavid, bust. Bust. Absolute big, bust. Big trash. And uh, not only, you know, did he break his leg, didn't even make the playoffs. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So we're not even talking about Connor McDavid. I don't know why I brought him up. <laughs> Connor who? Yeah, exactly. And big trash. Big time trash. <laughs> Anyways, my underrated of the week uh, is Leon Dreisaitl. He oh. scored 50 goals. Connor McDavid didn't. He tried it's nice to see Oilers have an elite center. <laughs> yeah. No way! Hey, hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is goals win hockey games, and Car McDavid didn't score 50 of them. Wow. And Leon Dreisaitl did. Should he really be the captain? Mm, I think... Uh, I am the captain now, so yeah. it's Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and what's the worst thing a German captain has ever done? Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, quickly on that, I think we should switch some gears. Switching gears. Uh, Producer Jay's back for the lot. <laughs> we're doing our playoff preview, everyone. Uh, we're going to go through every uh, matchup and talk about kind of the players to watch, three keys that we think you know will help the team go to one deep, deep run, and then we're going to make some predictions. I know, that's what you're waiting for. You guys all know we know a lot about hockey, clearly. We uh, are the three smartest men in this room. It's true. <laughs> we absolutely are. Jack's not here, right? <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to start in the Pacific Division, and we are going to roll back Calgary versus Colorado. Now, why don't you take it away, Chris? You know what? The Flames were hot all season. Ha! <laughs> Haha, <laughs> flames are hot. Um, you know, they had a great regular season. If Tampa wasn't so good, I think everybody would be talking way more about the Flames. They kind of underrated for how good they were. Should have been better. But they're playing maybe the hottest team in the NHL right now in the Colorado Avalanche. Very debatable, but yep. They have probably the best line in the in the game with Ranton and yeah. McKinnon and Landeskog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably the best line in the game. Like. Yeah. I think the There's Flames certainly a discussion. There. The Flames on paper in every position, except for in net, are ten times better than the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> well, who's even Colorado got in net these days? Philip Grubauer and Semyon Varlamov. Yeah. Not not like world beaters, right? No, no. And that that just goes to show you how bad the Flames goaltending is. Yeah, Mike Smith and Dave Riddich, Who even knows is going to start yet? We don't know. I Nobody know. knows. Do not think it matters. I. They're just not playing well. Mike Smith has had and lost his job probably 10 times this year. Yeah. He just hasn't been able to show that he can be a number one goalie still. He is older in age, but... And Riddich, is he... He's a rookie, right? I believe, yes, he, he is, is a rookie. He's a young he's a, guy. He, no, he's I think a, he's an old rookie. Yeah, he is no, an older he, rookie. He's yes, older, but young not guy. a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not just some 18-year-old kid. He's, he has got some more depth. I think for the Flames, I mean, me personally, if it comes down to a coin flip, you take Mike Smith over Dave Riddich because of the 
the age and the like. Mike Smith has taken and a team the experience. The experience. He's taken it. He's taken a team to the Western Conference Final before. Yeah. And the way Mike Smith can play the puck. Yeah. He can eliminate hits from the defenseman having to take. He's smart with it. Probably the best moving puck. Best puck moving goaltender in the NHL. That's okay. a little bit of mouthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's and that's fair. Uh, okay. So who are your three players to watch for the Calgary Flames? My three players to watch for the Calgary Flames. Number one, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Ham and Cheese, whatever you want to call him. The guy is... <laughs> who the hell? Whoa, 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 pause. Who calls him that? Yeah, Did you just try and make that up? Mike, you told me not to mention other podcasts. <laughs> Spitting Chicklets, Ryan Whitney, calls him Johnny Ham and Cheese because of he only eats like yeah, ham and cheese care. sandwiches, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. I, I just like care. it. I like it. I think it sticks. Johnny Ham and Cheese. Guy's absolutely electric. Fuck's sake. I, I don't know why... <laughs> whatever, Mike. <laughs> Guys, Jeff is having another laughing attack. Can I get my points out here? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go off. Sorry. Go off, King. Johnny Hockey, absolutely electric. He's got probably one of the best hockey IQs in the game. The guy, the little the little plays he does, the, the patience he has with the puck, makes great plays. Unbelievable guy. He's going to put up some points in the first round. Okay. Next one, Mark Giordano. Guy had a, he should win the Norris this year. He's had an incredible season, offensively and defensively. He does it all up for the Calgary Flames. He's the heart and soul of that team. No, and and I think he is a huge part of how well they've done this year because, I mean, he's been good in years past, but just how far he's elevated his game this year has just been incredible to watch. I mean, he's old. What is he like, thirty five or something? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> you're just gonna agree with uh, he's, me he's without over doing any research. I think. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he he really is that stud defenseman that, mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked about before, and I think we've all said that you need to go to a deep playoff run, right? Like, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, you need four things. You need two elite centers, you need a stud D-man, and then you need a, a above-average or really good goaltender, right? Yeah. And, um, I mean, they got three of the four, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, so... Um. Who's your uh, third? My third guy to watch. It's kind of he's kind of a really underrated player. It's Michael Backlund. He's an incredible two-way player, great penalty killer, and he still chips in with points. He had quite a few points again this year. Yeah, the guy he's he's a good player. He's a great player to watch, and just how hard he works on both sides of the puck. He's going to be huge in this series for the Flames. And he was a huge pickup for him this year, right? You he was in that Furland Backlund. No, that's not the wrong trade. No, at all. I Mm. don't know what I'm talking about. Job, Mike. Yeah, we're moving on from this. Yes. Uh, who are, what is your three keys for them to win the series and go a little bit deeper after that as well? I got three major keys for the Calgary Flames. It's okay. goaltending, uh, goaltending, and goaltending. Okay. That, that's the three keys. Okay. I think I think the four depth on the, the Calgary Flames are incredible. The defensive depth is incredible. The goaltending. Uh, if, if they can't make a save, they are toast. Absolutely toast. They Fair. got a great team. Yeah, it doesn't, you know. You're letting in two or three goals on like even like twenty twenty five shots. That in the playoffs that doesn't and, and fly, right? There's nothing worse than a back breaking soft goal that your team you can't rally behind that. You need good solid goaltending. I don't Abs- know if they absolutely, have it. yeah. No, we. I mean, it's one of the keys to that we were talking about. Um, okay, well, Jay, why don't you just from the other perspective? What's going on in Colorado? Colorado is coming off of not a. Not their best season, but okay. not their worst season. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're a wild card team. Mm-hmm. That's how they got their, their way into the playoffs. Um, overall, not horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're great at home. Little shaky on the road, though. Okay. So and that's going to be a key of concern for the for the Avalanche when they're in Calgary. Yeah. They were 17, 16, uh, 16 and 2, I yeah. believe it was. Or an 8, sorry, yeah. on the road. <laughs> but 
But but going into Calgary, I think it's going to be a toss up. I mean, this is this is a team that doesn't always make it in the playoffs, but when they do, they fight hard. Yeah. Whether they're they're a first round exit team, no matter what though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they push through it this year. Okay. Um, With three players that you think are super important. Three, three players, yeah. Watch. Three players to watch is obviously number one line: Miko Ranton and Landeskog and McKinnon. Yeah. Landeskog, he's a consistent player. Uh, although only, although he only has two seasons of postseason experience, he still can produce points and yeah. help out his team where yeah. he needs to. An incredible uh, hockey player to watch. Yeah, Nate McKinnon coming again off of a hot season, ninety nine points, Ooh, baby. which is like a career high for him. Yeah. Nuts, unreal. He's a work uh, workhorse and he's a defenseman's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that can get the job done. Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Now, this guy is exciting. Second playoff experience of, uh, appearance of his career. Put yeah. up four assists in six games in his first season. Yeah. Or postseason, sorry. Coming off an incredible 87-point season. Yep, yep. I expect him to put on quite the show for us. Also coming off an upper body injury. However... Is that going to affect him? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. He's still I'll expected to play on Thursday. All right. Yeah. Miko Rantanen is just electric. He's like he's like a linebacker on ice. The guy just flies around, hits everything, uh, can move the puck around incredibly, get that puck to McKinnon, get back down the ice and put the puck in the net. He's he's gonna be fun to watch. All right, that's fair. And um, beyond that first line, is there anything of any nutritional substance in Colorado? Let's <laughs> know. Shaking your head. I'm no. shaking my head because I don't want it to come back and bite me in the ass in case something goes the other way. The, yeah, there ain't much more. Tyson yeah. Berry's fun to watch. He's yeah, had a good year, be. but yeah. yeah, there's not much more going for them. A lot of young kids. The, the, the thing I do have to say though is I, I'm hey. hoping bringing Derek Broussard in at the deadline was worth it. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, like got well, him in at least. Yeah, he got, help get him in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Has he done? It, it, has it been his best season? No. No. Right, but it is what it is. Hopefully they, he can help out where he needs to. No yeah. matter what happens, they still have the number... Did they get the number four? four? Yeah, number yeah, yeah. four overall pick. Which is impressive. Incredible. They're in the playoffs and they have number four overall pick. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna. They're they're fine. Absolutely incredible. Big time. Uh, my three keys for a yeah. deep playoff run. Work as a unit. Don't let one pair, player carry the load, Ooh. which is huge. Yeah. Right? So don't, don't expect scoring, a right? guy like Ranton and, or McKinnon to take it in by himself. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to be out there working as a, as a team. Uh, number two, tight defense. Watch your man. Block your shots. Hey, hey, right? Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. And number three, don't panic. Because they're a wild card team, there is a lower expectation for them based on their uh, track record in the past, first round exits. But if you don't panic, I yeah. have a feeling they can be successful. There you go. Okay. Well, that's good. Now we've heard both sides. Um, it's time. It's verdict time, boys. What uh, What are your expectations and predictions for this series? I will go first. I'm taking the Flames in six. In six. I think that top line can win a game or two. Might be able to dominate one or two on home ice. Yeah. I think. The, but the Flames will win this series pretty yeah. handedly. Yeah. No. I'm a. I was going to go as bold as to say Flames in five, but I think six is more likely. I think Avalanche are going to put up a bit more of a fight at home, but I think the Flames are going to seal the deal. Yeah, no, you know what? I'll go, I will say Flames in five. I think, like we've been talking about, they're a very experienced team, and I think beyond, like, the secondary scoring just isn't there for Colorado quite yet. Mm -hmm. And um, in the playoffs, you really need an entire team to step up a lot of the time, you know, and... Colorado's just not quite there yet. No. They they might be in a couple years. They're still a young. They're team. super young. So um, I think the what is it like the Red Sea or whatever they do in Calgary will be a little overwhelming for those first two playoff games. And yeah, Flames and five. I think uh, Colorado saves and 
face and wins one on home ice, but uh, Calgary gives him the gentleman sweep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, um, should we move along to to one of the what I feel like is the one of the premier matchups in the playoffs and probably the one that I'm most excited to watch, despite every game going to be at like. 11 or midnight every night, <laughs> yep. but I'll stay up. It's playoff hockey, baby. Mm-hmm. We're talking uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, last year's Cinderella team, with um, the San Jose Sharks, uh, the perennial choke artists. Yeah. Uh, so give us give us a little outline of what's going down in this series, Chris. You know what? Like you said, this is, might be the best series of them all this round. Yeah. The, these teams are both so highly skilled at every single position. Absolutely, we might have, we might have the best goaltender in the playoffs, in the regular in the most best goaltender of all in the playoffs in this series. And Mark Andre Fleury, yeah. he's absolutely incredible. He can steal a series by himself. Mm-hmm. We got some absolute like some throwback names like Joe Thornton, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson. Like some of these guys are just incredible over there for San Jose. Yeah. Um, they are incredibly talented. It's it's going to be such a fun series to watch. Both teams, juggernauts, offensive juggernauts. They the the thing that kind of scares me. I think it's a fair matchup everywhere. Vegas's D not nearly as good as San Jose's D. No, absolutely not. When you have a player like Burns and a player like Carlson, like that's just that's not fair. Yeah. That should not be yeah. allowed to happen. Like they're they're offensive weapons. They're like defensively they're pretty good okay, like, yeah. like yeah. burns gets burnt yeah <laughs> a bit but um i just think um that yeah that defensive mm-hmm. crew like we're, we haven't even talked about mark edward vlasic yet no. who's absolutely such a talented shutdown defenseman and like brandon brandon dylan justin Braun are nothing to laugh at either they're, no, they're no, quite no. incredible like as well. that that defensive core in san jose is probably the top in I, the playoffs I, I would feel i think they're the top Close. in the nhl yeah well yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. it's them in Nashville, in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, continue. I think I think Vegas, both teams that do have some veterans, the Pavelskis and Jumbo Joes, Brent mm-hmm. Burns is a veteran, Mark Edverlas is a vet- veteran. Vegas has some veterans too, Paul Stasi, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone. like Flurry. Even. Flurry's a big-time veteran. Uh, uh, what is he? He's like mid, one. Mid, yeah, yeah. mid-30. Like, there's some great veterans on that Knights team. I think it's going to be a great series. Um, a couple of keys for for both teams here. Um, San Jose, it's going to be Burns and Carlson. Burns, absolute gamer. He'll do whatever it takes to win. He'll be laying down, blocking shots, leading the rush, mm-hmm. getting back as hard as he can, doing everything. Carlson's an absolute quarterback back there. He's, he sets up plays. He does things with his stick that players haven't done in the league for a long time. Well, you know, the thing with Carlson that I've seen is just uh, his vision on the ice is... It's really underappreciated at sometimes mm-hmm. just the the plays that he can make with the puck and the players that he sees when they're breaking out is honestly like some of the most fantastic hockey I've yeah, ever watched. Yeah, he he's he's quite incredible. On on the the Vegas side, it comes down to more of their, their forwards. Mark Stone, big big uh, trade deadline addition for them. Go out there and prove it. He's one of the better power forwards in the league. He controls the walls. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy to watch. And Wild Bill, yeah, guy's got a. Let's see if he can do it again. He had a magical playoff run last year all the way to the finals. Didn't have quite have the regular season he did last year, but still nothing to laugh at. He was still a good player. He's going to be a big key to this series. And I mean, um, we were all kind of disappointed that he couldn't repeat that 40-goal season he had Mm -hmm. last year. But, I mean, we were kidding ourselves if we thought he was going to repeat it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he went from, what, like 5 to 40 goals or something ridiculous like that? Like, 
he did well. Yeah, I mean, he he fell back down to earth a little bit, but yeah. he still played really good. Yeah, he's still he's still like a a borderline number one center in the league. Um, then then the, the last key for both teams, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, for the Sharks, Jumbo Joe, the age thing. It maybe one of his last seasons feeling at least feeling this good. Let, let's go out there and put the team on the back. Like you don't have to go dominate, but just. Prove it. Be there. Be there on the ice. Be yeah. there in the room. Like, yeah, I, like, just see that veteran presence come out for him. Well, and and I mean, like, really, like the Sharks' window is closing in the next mm-hmm. one or two years, right? So this, like you said, it could be his last hurrah, and yeah. that's uh, you know, really disappointing. He's a hell of a player. This, this might be the best team around him. Like, yeah, like absolutely. It, uh, I love to see it. The same side, Flurry is going to be a huge key for the Golden Knights. His veteran leadership, his amazing play in the net. Mm-hmm. If he can stand on it, he doesn't even need to stand on his head, and the Knights have a great shot, great chance at this. Yeah. And just that veteran leadership. He's got three Stanley Cups. Go out there, you know, be a leader. On and off the ice, a leader everywhere. Absolutely. Um, now, what what are three things each team needs to do to, to make this, this deep playoff run that every team wants to go for? Um, for the San Jose Sharks, it really, it's two keys. Okay. Goaltending yeah. and staying healthy. They've had a trouble staying healthy this yes. year. Carlson's yeah. missed time. Velasquez missed time. Pavelski, Kachur, everybody's missed time. If they can stay healthy, they're a great team. You know, sometimes that's the good part because they did get that rest and that uh, you kind of mm-hmm. they rebuild their stamina mm-hmm. during that regular season mm-hmm. when they are injured. Yeah. So maybe they got out of the way. Maybe not. Who knows? Nice. And like you goaltending. Said, yeah. Martin Jones. One of the worst starters in the NHL this season. Absolutely he, awful. He kind of limped into the playoffs here. The whole team did, but he's a gamer. He's taken the Sharks to the finals before. He's done. Like, there's no doubting that he can do it. He's just got to go out there and prove it. He's got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On Vegas' side, three keys: defense, staying strong. They don't have a real solid number one defenseman. They're know. a solid group of defensemen. Mm-hmm. If they can defend as a pair, defend as a team, they're going to be no problem. Yeah. Uh, goaltending again, Mark Andre Fleury. Proved it before. Go do it again. Just yeah. be be you. And um, the last one, four scoring lines. That's the thing that took them to the finals last year. The first line would come. The second line would come. The third line would come. Like fourth line. Even just, Ryan Reeves had a few goals in the playoffs. Like just that constant wave of power of pressure and scoring. Absolutely, and I I think that's kind of the interesting thing. It's just about Vegas in the past few years, like what we've seen and what to expect out of Seattle. Right, that they got. You know, they didn't get the greatest players, they didn't get those top-end talent, but what they got was a bunch of guys who were willing to prove themselves and also, like, third-line guys who never got a chance to really, you know, shine and or have a lot of playing time, and they just keep coming, like you said, in waves, and yeah. they're such a deep team that, man, I don't. they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, um, I'm quite excited for this series. Should we get into some predictions here? I, I mean, this is why we're here, right? This is what the people want to hear. <laughs> this is what they pay us for. Yeah. <laughs> if they did. <laughs> uh, um, Jay, uh, what you're, the, you? you're the biggest Knights fan here. Yeah. Okay, let's just let's just clarify something. Okay. I like the Knights. Have I followed them this year? No. I was excited in the first year, and I followed them. Okay. Right? Well, that's, let, that's something. You follow them. Let, let me buy a jersey. So now. Yeah, so I was going to say. It's a it, beautiful jersey. It's gorgeous. It's a nice Anyways, jersey. to get it to the broad spectrum of things, I'm going to go into this impartial, as I normally do. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. We'll figure impartial. that one out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I strongly believe this is going to be a Game 7 situation. Okay. But I got the Sharks coming out on top. Ooh. So that's wow. not a, that's that's what they're projected. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably, what, probably it. What did you say? 
Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Fuck six more. No, okay, Mark San Filippo just followed the Catman podcast on Insta. That's we not a, we've been around for over a year. He's and been he on was the on the show? podcast. He was on the show. Was wow. it once or twice he was on? Once. Just once. And Mike had to read a poem about him. Yeah. That's right. And he didn't follow up. Mark, if you're listening. <laughs> you uh, we know you are listening. Corner, buddy. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I, I got Sharks and Seven. Sharks and I, Seven? I think the Sharks are just going to be hunger. I, I, I don't huh. know. It might be It might be due to lack of experience on the Vegas side. They made it to the Stanley Cup no, no, Finals last in the year. Sense, in the sense of a, sh- a condensed break. Right, oh. they they've got a, they had a shorter break. Ooh. They may not be used to that collectively. Obviously, a guy like Mark Andre Fleury would be, but maybe a guy like William Carlson, for example, wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. right. No, that's so a good point. I, I, I think fatigue would play a big factor mm-hmm. in that. So I'm gonna, I'm going to say Sharks and seven. Yeah, that is a lot of hockey to play. Um, you know, you actually brought up a really good point, and I'm I'm really having trouble because I was going to take Vegas and seven, uh, and I think I will continue to do that just because of their depth, uh, just front to back, like they they don't really have that one star and they do play hockey as a team and um i don't know i just and really actually it comes down to one thing it's mark andre fleury mark andre fleury is probably like he's well he's the best goaltender of the past 10 years in my eyes like he's just been dominant through every fact like he's incredible to watch so yeah. i i'll give the advantage to flowers and the vegas golden knights uh i'm as well gonna take the vegas golden knights but they're not going seven It'll be done in six. Ooh, baby. I think if the way that Vegas can roll four lines and just everybody goes, 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 those D on San Jose might break down. Those forwards, they're a little bit older, up in age, being tough to defend. Yeah. And Martin Jones is can't stop a beach ball right now. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you aren't wrong. He has having he is having a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm, I'm Vegas. Bad. Vegas in six. Sorry, Blair. Wow, yikes! In six. Um, okay, well, um, should we, uh, switch some gears, boys? I, I think we should switch some gears. Yeah. All right, let's switch some gears. Let's head over to the Central, the other Western, uh, division here, and let's start with Dallas versus Nashville. I'm really sad that we got to start with this one because I really, really, really don't like Nashville. I hate Nashville. Writing this sucks <laughs> for me. I hate Nashville. And Why? I'll say it. Because they're talented? Yeah. Mike, stop. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I mean, what... What's there to say about Nashville? They're a consistent team. They're a strong team. They've always been a good... Well, not always been a good team, but the lately years. they've been a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're scary. However, yeah. I'm, I got a little area of concern. Okay. Oh. Penalty minutes, Oh. which you need to keep... I'll get into it later. Penalty okay. minutes. And they had the worst power play in the league. Oh, yes, The worst. Like, not, dead last. Not just, like, playoff teams. Like, yeah. the worst power yeah, yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12.9%, baby. 12? J-Fax. Oh, yeah. Jeez, Louise. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. Fucking brutal. You hate to see it. However, regardless of their power play, the team was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, Right? They're, they're phenomenal. very strong yeah. hockey Their team. home record was good. Their away record was good. Their overall record was good. So, again, I... I they're a D them. team, right? Like, they're... Yeah. Uh, they can roll three lines, like, heavy of, like... Star stud talent like what Wayne Simmons is he playing on the third line or second fourth? Line? He was on the fourth line for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they have like, a guy like that who's like on the first line in Philly playing on the fourth line on their team. Yeah, I mean their defense they got four absolute studs who could all be number ones on different teams. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ekholm's pretty good. Yeah. But like on a really shitty team without a number one defense when he could be a number one technically, yeah. so I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, three players to watch on that. Three players to watch. I I, I just gotta. 
one quick quick brief little thing here. Oh no. Goaltending. Yes. Is great. Yeah. Right. It's great, and they figured this shit out before. Right. In the last three years, they figured this shit out. They figured out who's going to be their starter and who's going to take over his place. Mm-hmm. So having Rene ready to go, mm. but having Soros on the back burner is phenomenal. I just want to say that's the only good thing and, that I And like. Soros has been so good that uh, Rene hasn't had to play as many games yeah. as he normally does. So he's, and, he's and if, healthier. And he really was one of the, the problem areas for them against the Jets last year. Yeah. That Rene didn't play that yeah. well, and when yeah. they did put the backup in, he played worse, right? Yeah. So now having this consistency, and if Rene gets, you know, all kind of discombobulated again, like you can throw Soros in yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Three players to watch. Obviously, Victor Arvison. He's awesome to watch. Incredible. He's incredible. He's fast. He's skilled. He's got good hands. He's their top goal scorer. Phenomenal. Yeah. And he's consistent, which I like too. Uh, Roman Yossi, phenomenal defenseman. Elite defenseman, I would say. Yeah. Right? He makes great and smart passes. Yep. It's his fifth playoff experience, er, appearance, so he's got the experience. Uh, although his last wasn't his best, I expect more of a presence this year. Absolutely. Uh, and my third, and it was a toss-up because obviously you're going to think of like star, star players. But for me, I, I'm excited to see what Wayne Simmons brings to the team. Absolutely. Right? This is his first playoff ex- uh, appearance with his new team since being traded. He's a hard obviously. hitter like Bufflin, sticks up for his teammates. Hasn't made a huge impact points-wise, mm-hmm. but it's his energy that and, and his willingness to grind it out for his team that, that really excites and me. And he's just a piece of shit to play against. Oh, exactly. he really is. He, he gets other guys' nerves. Like, he that's playoff hockey a lot yeah. of the time, right? Like, when you play guys for four or five games in a row, like, you start to get to know them, and you're yeah. like, hey, that motherfucker hit me in game two. I'm going to go after him. Mm-hmm. You get guys off their game, and I think that's a huge part of Wayne Simmons and their draw for bringing them in, too. Yeah, Big time, big time. Uh, my three keys for them, I would say, is keep the penalties to a minimum, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Obviously, not having the greatest power play in the regular season doesn't necessarily mean it's going to carry over in the post, but something I'll keep in mind. Uh, number two, I've said it before, work as a team. Talk to each other out there. Don't expect one person to get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. It's a team effort. And three, don't get cocky. Oh, okay. They get cocky. Yep. They do. Right? They, yep. And we saw with that bullshit banner shit at the, end of the, uh, at the beginning of the season. Stupid. <laughs> That's cocky. I mean, That's cocky. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not great. No, uh, it's not, not ideal. Great. I don't Straight know if cocky up. is the great word. I think it's just kind of pathetic, if anything. You know what, Jay? This is going to really turn your crank here when I say this. But oh, no. The Nashville Predators, they remind me a lot of the 2011 Bruins when they won the Cup. Ooh, okay. I Expand. They're very, very deep in the forward. Yeah. They got some very good defensemen in the back end, and they got an, they got an aging goaltender who can just steal games whenever he wants. You know, that mm-hmm. doesn't turn my crank. That doesn't turn my crank. I would... This is going to be... It, he's so conflicted right now. He's like, oh, Boston. And then he's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's gonna, This is going to be a thing I where, where I think we're going to agree <laughs> on... We're going to agree on a lot of things today, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm well, nervous. a few oh. things. I'm very nervous. I think I it, Mike's crank is going to get turned at some point. Oh, today. baby. I don't uh, hit, hit me with the, the Dallas <laughs> team. Um, yeah, Dallas. What are we looking for for them? You know what? I... Dallas is one of those teams that they're either good or they're lukewarm. When right? they play, when they're on their game, yeah. uh, they're incredible. And, to watch. and I think, I think, you know, where was it at the halfway mark where the president or owner or whatever starts laying into his his two stars, mm-hmm. yeah. like his two franchise players yeah. that, that did light a fire under their asses and it took them into a wild card spot, but. Um, I don't think it was necessary. Right? No, but, I, I, absolutely, that was uncalled for. You, and you can't, you can't expect. 
all these players to have great seasons consistently every single year is just a really a bonus. Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, I I don't really have much expectation for them. I, no, no, right. Dallas, like, Dallas, like I said, they're they're a good team. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, players to watch, obviously Tyler Sagan. Um, hoping to see Dallas go past the first round, but it's going to be a challenge for sure. Uh, Sagan is always exciting to watch in both regular and postseason. Although he hasn't won a cup since his rookie season with Boston, he came close. Right? Yeah. Was it 2013? Uh, yes. 2013? Yeah, sure. We'll pretend you're right. Yeah, it was, sure. 20, it was 2013. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, year, year. what happened in that year? Mm, let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> game 7? Ooh, I love that story. <laughs> Leafs, Bruins? <laughs> no, that's that's an argument for later. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, but they unfortunately couldn't get it done. But I expect them to come out hard in the first round, you know, again, since his team is in the wild card, uh, wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Benn? Yes. Lull season. You know what, he, he didn't have best. a down one. Um, I felt like defensively he played pretty well, yeah. but I, he just didn't produce like he had on the uh, the offensive end. And I think part of that was that he wasn't consistently playing with Sagan and Radulov like he had in the past. They relied on him differently than they yeah. had years past, which it hurt them at times, but it also like he did step up when he was needed to. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what, there's something, they brought in... Zuccarello. Yes. And then that might injured. be that might be their thing. You know, you put Sagan and Rajalov together. You might put Ben and ben Zuccarello and together. Well, that's that's what the projected line is as of today. Yeah, yeah. I checked earlier today, and that's that is it's going to be Does, Dickinson, Sagan, and uh, Rajulov. Yeah, that's not real. Human and then Jamie but... Ben Hints, I think yeah. it was, and and Zuccarello. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably their strategy get two solid lines going because when they got that one big line they're great but hey, so much better up two and, good and, lines. and you know like again I'm going to bring it up again because the whole theme of the playoffs that you need two solid centers mm-hmm. which they have yep, yep. right and then they get their stud D mm-hmm. right John Klingberg yep. and then their goaltending uh, Ben Bishop led the league in goals against average yeah and he's, yeah, he's good. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah but yeah so I, I like I said he, he, Ben had a, a lull season regardless He's a fighter, mm-hmm. and he's a leader. He knows yes. how to get the job done. Yeah. He knows where to help out his team. He's great in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like pretty good, right? He's got he's averaging just over a point a game, which is pretty sick, pretty right? Good, right? But uh, yeah, I think I have no. I, I'm excited to watch him. Okay, That's, he's yeah, he's fun. Absolutely. And third, a fresh face. Ooh, With, I, I, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong. Miro Heiskinen. Miro Heiskinen. Yeah. Oh, Nero Heiskin is in the corner. Uh, his first playoff uh, appearance, and it's in his rookie season, which yeah. is a bonus. I'm mm-hmm. sure he got a little bit. Um, pretty solid points wise. Uh, he's a smart player. Yeah. Definitely underrated. Oh, big Ooh. time underrated. Definitely underrated. You know, Dallas isn't really a big market, so no. sometimes these players do go under the radar yeah. a lot of the time. And so I'm, I'm interested to see if he can keep up with the playoff pressure. Absolutely. I think, I think he would have been third in. Calder voting, but Jordan Binghamton came up and played yeah. pretty well. But that's a story for later. That's actually the next matchup. <laughs> uh, three keys for a deep Easy playoff players. run. You have seven games. Use them. <laughs> <laughs> don't rush and don't panic if you're behind. I love that, Jesse. Okay? I love it. it. it Use them. It is. Straight up. Straight up. If you're given seven... I'm not saying like, okay, we got seven games, guys. Let's do this. I'm not saying go out with that mentality. I'm just saying if you're behind... At any point, two, one, three, one. There's seven games all together. Yeah. There's plenty of time to come back. 
number two, back check, back check, back check. Don't leave your D and goalie hanging. They're not necessarily the best in the NHL, yeah. but you got to help out at some point, right? That's mm-hmm. more for the forwards. And number three, stay positive. Being a wild card team isn't always looked upon as a great thing, but you deserve to be there just as much as anybody else. Yeah. Positivity. I Aww. love it, Jess. That's Positive J. That's great. Positive J. Well, keep that energy going for your prediction then. Why don't you show... You're the expert. It's uh, it's it's going to suck, but I'm still going to say it's going to be Nashville, and I'm going to say it's Nashville in six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will have to agree because I just... The Nationals the better team. Like, they got the depth, the defense core is better, goaltending, um, actually it's a toss-up now that I think about it, I think, uh, but I just think Nashville, they're on a mission this year, they aren't happy with how last year ended, obviously, and I think they're, they're gearing up for a big playoff run. Well, I mean, being the regular season Western Conference, uh, champions. They weren't this year, though. No, 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 Nashville. They weren't. Last year. Last year. Yeah. Because you said they're coming up. Defending. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, Um, Huge. I'm gonna take my predictions. I think Dallas is gonna be gonna give the biggest fight out of all the wild card teams in the playoffs. I think they're gonna push Nashville to seven, but Nashville will still win in seven. Okay, yeah, and then that's understandable. And I think like, that, and I think that's a successful year for Dallas. They weren't really projected to be, you know, a contender from the beginning of the year. They're super young. Just go out there, show what you can do, get some experience for now. Good teams lose for a few years, and then they get good. So go out there and lose this year. Lose. Trying to follow your logic there, but... <laughs> lose with confidence. Go, go off, man. <laughs> I mean, the Chicago Blackhawks didn't just win a cup. They lost in a few few before. Fuck the... Sh- Fuck the Blackhawks. <laughs> now you got me all sad and shit. Jesse, bring up my mood. All so right. let's, let's talk about the matchup that people are, are listening for. Yeah, for. you know what? And I, I'm always honored. I don't think... I think... Did we... I think we all split the Central last year, if yes, we I'm did. not mistaken. Yes, right? No, we absolutely didn't. We split the Atlantic last year, just so. like we did this year. I, I'm certain of this. I don't think so. No, 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 I'm going to have to disagree. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Regardless. Anyways, I, I'm honored to be the guy that takes on the no, Central. No, no, no. Absolutely, though... you were the Central, you are the Pacific, I had the Metro. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Go us. <laughs> I don't know. I remember. Don't worry, boys. It's only been a year. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's only been a year. One year anniversary yesterday, right, Yes, Chris? it was our one year anniversary yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a cake and everything. Such a successful podcast. We had cake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had cake. Were you oh, not there? You not there? Oh. Oh. oh I had shingles, remember? So yeah, this is this is exciting. This is exciting for me. St. Louis, Winnipeg. I'm gonna start with St. Louis. Obviously. Right? Because I got a lot to say about Winnipeg, but I'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet. Um, Go off. Here, Go here's off, the kids. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. St. Louis started off rocky. Boy, Big time try. rocky. I don't know if you could say rocky. Brutal. Okay, well, give them the benefit of the doubt. They were last place. They were last place. Okay, this is this this team. Yeah, last place, top bottom five. <laughs> to bring up last to, place to not not only pass pass a wild card spot. You passed a wild card spot from dead last. Yo, well, you last fucking go, division. Yeah, you you tied. Well, technically points wise, you're tied for second, but you you got there. But anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> What the fuck? How does that happen? And, and you know what? Props to fucking Jordan Bennington. Like, the- dude, Matt, you got nugs. <laughs> Weird, but you got nugs. Bing nasty. Okay. <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> yeah, that's, that's, not Twitter, that's a Twitter handle. I don't Bing like nasty. 
that just seems like a ripoff. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. Whatever. And you already ripped off. One I. Podcast, you know sorry. what? This <laughs> team on paper is freaky. Think about it. You got <laughs> rid- freaky. You you, got, you had so much depth that former uh, what was he first overall pick from Edmonton, Nail Yakupov. Took the took the next exit out to the KHL. That's how much depth you had because he wasn't going to get any play time. Well, he's also really bad. Yeah, he's not very good. But still, oh Edmonton, <laughs> way to <laughs> screw things up all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. So my, I mean, my three players to watch for them obviously is Bennington coming off an insane first season, twenty four five and one record in thirty two <laughs> games. Fucking rights, buddy. I'm so, like, I like, I like this kid. He, I mean, there's not a whole lot not to like. No, other than his Twitter handle right now, I, I hadn't heard a bad thing like, about him. If next thing I'm expecting is that St. Louis is going to pull a fucking Kevin Shevel day off and offer this kid six, seven million dollars over the course of five years, you're not even on the Jets yet. Save that. For I know, the Jets. but it's just you know, and then he's going to shit the. Anyways, yeah, I'm excited to see how he handles the playoffs for the first time. Ryan O'Reilly, baby. Stud. He's coming off of a career. It's okay. Seven, <laughs> 77 point season. Made an immediate impact on his new team and shows leadership on the ice. I assume in the dressing room, too. He's yeah, a, I think he's, I think like he's quite guy. the leader. Uh, I expect him to be hungry in the playoffs and will do his best to push his team to go deep into the playoffs because they never made it past the first round with Colorado. A little, little, little side tangent on him. I bet he'll be the last player in the NHL to not wear a visor. I Sure. I'm just, I'm just okay. Stat guy, Chris. Chris yeah. Fax. Yeah, Chris Fax. All right, and third and final, obviously, Vladimir Tarasenko. I love saying his name. It's like Dracula for me for some reason. Vladdy. It's exciting to say, like Vlad when it leaves Dad. my mouth. Mm. Uh, one of the more consistent players of the Blues, both in regular season and in playoffs. Uh, he's exciting to watch due to his speed, stick handling, and goal scoring. I'm like, I fucking Ooh. do like. He's talented. He's a Q, talented like hockey those player. QVC commercials there when you're selling like the tactical flashlight <laughs> hockey player. No, no, no. He um, he is he's obviously one of the most skilled players yeah. in the NHL, and I, I he a lot of their turnaround did come with him, you know, finding the back of the net and really finding his offensive touch uh, post Christmas. Big time, big time. Um, you know what? Three keys for a deep playoff run. Don't rely on your goaltender to keep you in the game. Uh, Absolutely. That's 100% mm-hmm. going to fucking bite you in the ass and, if you oh, do. He's yeah. a rookie tendy, right? Like, uh, there's a ton of pressure on him. And, yeah, he's been playing amazing. And I hope he keeps it up. Yep. But it, it's a really tense uh, situation he's being put in. So you, you can't rely on him, like you said. 100%. Uh, number two, be physical. Block shots when needed. But be smart about it. Because mm-hmm. you don't need to get hurt in the playoffs. Especially if you're pushing to get past round one. And number three, as usual, make sure everyone is involved. Yeah. That's a big thing, and I can't stress that enough. I can't stress enough. Yeah. Now, oh, baby, Ooh. the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, boy. Who? Go sit on the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg Jets, baby. Fourth power play. Oh, that's exciting. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. good that's for insane. Even, so, with, even with Patrick Liney yeah, on it. It could be better. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about Patrick Liney for a while. But I'm going to try to I'm no, gonna try I'm, to limit I'm, it. I'm all for this. Okay, but not not the best PK. And that's where they need to watch him, too. Again, comes in later uh-uh. on. Par Lindholm's playing game one, though. Big yeah. time penalty killer. <laughs> uh, Jets have been dealt quite a few injuries. Yeah. Over the last uh, few months, especially yeah. with Dustin <clears throat> Bufflin, who came back for the last two games, mm-hmm. or three. I think it was two. Two or three, yeah. yeah uh, all I remember is him absolutely pummeling that dude's Josh face. Josh Archibald. And, yeah. yeah. 
That was a stupid guy. Yeah. You don't mess with Buff. No. Slash is Buff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an idiot. Yeah. Not, um, not the brightest move. But yeah, coming off a few injuries, it's it's definitely bitten them in the ass over these last couple of months. Um, I think for me, I know I know the St. Louis Blues are the favorites now to win round one, which I don't necessarily well, agree with. Are they? They are. Yeah. are I, all, all the experts I've seen are, are splendid. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we're the experts, so give oh, us yeah. a Yeah, we're the three smartest men in the room. I, for, honestly, for me, I think you're basing that number purely on the amount of wins they've had in the last X amount of games. Yeah. Right? I, Jets are a good team, both on paper and in real life. They're the real yeah. deal. They made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, which is incredible. And I'm hoping that that's enough fire to light under their ass in the postseason to get them to the top. Um, my three players to watch. Three players you know to what? watch. I, I just got something. Paul Murray said today, just to, you're talking about they had a great start to the year. They kind of tailed off to the end here. They've had some ups and downs all year. And Paul Maurice was talking about today in an interview that uh, – they had a feeling there was going to be some growing pains. They brought a, young, a lot of younger kids into the lineup this year. Jack Roslick played almost every game. Yep. Like some of the younger guys are playing more minutes, getting more time. Kyle Connor more minutes. Everybody else lining more minutes. Eh. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they had some growing pains. And I think when, when push comes to shove, when the dirt hits the fan, whatever you want to say, the Jets know how to play their hockey game. Yeah. They, they know how they to really play do. rough, tough. They'll play it anyway. They can play it speed. They can play it rough. They can play it whatever you want to play it. The Jets can do it. The leaders in that room, I have, I see there's really no problem with the Jets. Yeah. I, I think for me, well, too. There's I, one problem with the Jets. One problem okay, with the Jets. Okay, and you know what? We're going to talk about it then. We're going to fucking talk about Let's it. Talk about we're going to talk about the beard in the room, <laughs> which is Patrick Lighting. Absolutely. Here, here's, here's, here's my thing. Kay. And some people are going to agree, and some people aren't. I'm, I'm sure one of you guys is going to agree, <laughs> and one of you isn't. And I just looked at both of them while I said that. Um, for me, Patrick Lighting is no different than any other fucking player in the NHL. Every other fucking player in the NHL is going to have a lull season. Look at Jamie Benn. Oh, is anybody no. jumping on his ass? No. No, 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 no. Very different than Jamie Benn. No, 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 He's still he's still young. He's still learning. Granted, yes, he's slow. Granted, yes, he doesn't really skate all that much. Granted, his shots, I just spit all over my fucking computer. <laughs> Granted, his shots aren't always the best, right? How, but Granted, he can't skate backwards. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Chris, like Chris said, it's growing pains. And no. eventually, when this contract mm. shit comes to, to light, and he's not signed to that big deal that everybody expected him in the first two years... Well, I know. I'm, I'm actually kind of pissed about that. Ooh. I wanted him to have a good year this year, yeah. then, then just be but, down but, and yeah, shitty. That would have been nice. Yeah. You know I want him to get paid like 10 mil. This, this, is, this is life. Not everybody's going to be... <laughs> Consistent no, right out okay. the gate, and, um, and, and a guy like Patrick yeah, Liney, because you he was you so gotta close, get, a word get your homer head out of your ass. It's, it's so close. It's so close to that. Okay, so close. Finish. I'm at the, I'm at the for us, Jess. The big thing for me <laughs> is because Liney came out so strong at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Uh, as opposed to a guy like Mark Scheifele and Kyle Connor, who got sent down repeatedly yes, when they were yes, producing. Yes. Look at them now versus how Liney is. Because Liney didn't. Just because when he's not having his his great season, you can't send him down. Yeah, right. He's just gonna play through it. But yep. coaching didn't fucking. Anyways, that's my t- that's my. T- okay, can we go off now? Yeah, yeah. Go is it our turn? Is it our turn now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Anyways, <laughs> one can't skate backwards. Never will. Never has. Prove us wrong. We'll never learn how. I'm yet. not arguing. Let's be very clear. I was very clear that um, he doesn't. The skate. difference you bring up, Jamie Ben, is just disrespectful to Jamie Ben. Fuck you. Jamie Ben is a complete hockey player in every sense of the word. Patrick Laine is elite. 
at one particular point of the game. Just one. Everything else he is mediocre or lower than league average at. Name another thing he does well other than shooting the puck. And you know what, Jess? I'm going to agree with you on a lot of things there. Yes, there's growing pains. It's his third season. The pressure of Austin Matthews being so incredible and having to go behind him and live in his shadow is so hard to do. (laughs) But I think the biggest thing for him... Like you see other players when they're scoring and when they're not scoring, they're still showing emotion. They're in there. They're they're back checking hard. They're doing something to help change the game in a different way. Well, but that's when not Line how he a, plays, and he never when, will. That's the thing. When Line a is not in the game, you notice it. His he, he's got absolutely no emotion to his game. Even when he's in the game, he's not doing the things outside of the one thing he does <sighs> but, well. No, but when he's when he's in the game, he's cocky. He's got his... He'll shoot the puck from anywhere, and he'll know what's going in. He's got those stupid sellies he does. Yeah, he's just... Like, he can be emotional. Like, he doesn't hit. He doesn't do that stuff. I'm not saying that, but it's his body language on the bench. Like, when he's scoring good, you can see him sitting up on the bench. Like, he wants to get out there, trying to be up there on every line change, going out first. When he's bad, he's bad. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, for me, you're right. He is a kid. He's young. There is growing pains. He's going to learn. But he'll never take that next step to be a superstar. I, Ever. I, I think Because he'll... he doesn't possess that, that drive and that passion or really the necessary skills to be good at any of them. For, for me, and, and, you know, again, with him and, and what you were talking about earlier, his body language, his mentality and shit is always down. And I notice that a lot when he's getting juggled in the lines, mm-hmm. right? If he's not producing for a while with Shifley and Wheeler and he gets sent down to, let's say, the third line, like the game he played, what, 10 minutes, 11 minutes, the yeah. lowest that he's ever played, yeah. right? He's just on the third line. Ex- That's a yeah. grinding line, but, right? But you know what? I think the mentality he needs to get in is, you know what? If I'm the best on the third line, for example, coach is going to give me more minutes regardless. It doesn't. Lines realistically don't mean anything. But but he's right? not a player who can play independently. He no, needs exactly. that playmaker like, to you, set him apart, right? Like he, he can't create hockey plays by himself. And, and, and that's you the gotta, problem. You've got to look at it too. And, and, and with Kyle Connor, for example, he's been on every line, right? Yeah, exactly. He's produced on every line because he doesn't have that mentality that this is a demotion and I suck. Yeah. Right? He's got that mentality as, okay, I'm going to play here for a while, and if I push hard enough, I can go back up or whatever. No, that's, and that's, where, that's what Lina think, needs to find. He but, needs to find I think, that. I think a lot of that has to do with Connor being up, down, up, down, up, down with minors and, and big mm-hmm. leagues and shit. And Line ain't been, you know, praised in, in all levels of his game up until now. Well, you're just making right? excuses for the kid. Like, no, maybe no. He, he maybe he just doesn't care. Like, maybe, and that, that's, that's, yeah, that could like, be very that's, well. That, that could be one of those things. Yeah, like, yeah. he could just be Alexander Semen. We don't know. Like, he could just be an elite goal oh scorer that gets signed to another God, team and then love is it. just trash. Like, you know? And, and Semin had those... Play- he had playoff runs. He was... He lit it up. So, Lina, you want your fucking money? Prove it. Go. Score a 100%, 100%. goal. 100%. No, no, no. Okay. Well, let's be very clear. If Patrick Lina gets more money than Kyle Connor this summer, I'm I might actually it. die of laughter. I'm, I'm not I might it. die of laughter. I think that would be I'm the stupidest thing. Oh, I'm, I'm here so for here it. for it. They, so if, funny. I For me, and you know what? There's people that expect Lina to get more money than Kyle Connor, and I just don't see it. Yeah. yeah. In no, terms absolutely. of consistency, I mean, yeah, if you're, bo- if you're putting... Connor first year not so good, but second and third consistent, and Line started strong in his last year, you know, low, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, it really depends on how you look at it, but I feel like Line is degressing, whereas as and Connor's you know here's here's where something I'm gonna say for the rest of like remember that first year in Edmonton, Line smashed that puck into his own net, yeah, and and that there was that shot of Wheeler going over to him and like you know talking to him and you know letting him know it's okay, shit happens, you know, I haven't seen that one. Nobody. 
like publicly has has you know put his arm around line and be like, don't worry, buddy, your shots are gonna start going. Like like, where's the rest uh, of the team on his back? That's just it. The rest of the team doesn't like him. There we go. Oh, we we yeah. decided. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take maybe. Yeah, well, mm. I don't like him. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think it's just it, it if they need Liney to get going, I think. It's tough to be that, you know, you got to go out of your way to make him be better, but yeah. you got to go out of your way to make him be better. Because without him scoring goals, you ain't going anywhere. Let's bring back to some positives about the Jets. Yeah. We've been ripping yeah. on line. Yeah. The rest of the team is off, incredibly off talented. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. There's a lot of bright and, and spots my three, on this team. My three key players to watch. Number one, yeah. Kyle Connor. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Number one, you know what? Line is not even in the, the top three that I would say you guys should watch. Yeah. Right? Number one, Kyle Connor. He's, he's got a great season. Career high, 34 goals and 66 points. Phenomenal. Talented. Uh, 10 points last year during his first playoff appearance. So mm-hmm. And he's got excellent puck control. He's got good passing. He's got great speed. You know what? Some would say he's a well-rounded hockey player. He is yeah. well-rounded, Mike. Mm. I'm so glad you brought that up. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I, and I think for him, going back-to-back back in, into the postseason is going to be huge for him. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Mark Shifley, obviously. obviously. Obviously, right? uh, he's consistent. He's a great centerman. He's coming off another, again, another career season for a Jet. Yeah. Okay, eighty-four points. Then, I mean, that's where we'd have sound. Yeah, we need a soundboard. Sound 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 we definitely need a soundboard. Uh, Twenty points in his last playoff appearance. Yeah. Not so shabby, and yeah. he's a he's a player that always makes a quick impact mm-hmm. on a game. Right. Again, he's had his little rough patches throughout this season, but overall, I mean. I mean, Unreal. It's tough to get up for game yeah. 55 and yeah. 66 100%. in the league. Yeah. And number three, Dustin Bufflin. Big buff. Not, not, not based on skill, which he is. He's yeah. he's skill. He's a skilled yeah. defenseman. Yeah. But based on he's fun to watch. He's a heavy hitter. He doesn't take shit from anyone. Linesmen, no. refs, coaches, uh, fans, other players. Nobody. And he's got a powerful... Other players last, like, they're the least important. They are. Honestly, they are. They are. Uh, and he's got a powerful presence on no, the ice. I think I'm, I'm here for the gifts of Bufflin pulling players yeah. out of piles again. Taking no, out the he's, trash. He's a ton of fun. I just... I worry that he's going to play way too many minutes in his playoffs. Like, he's a big boy. He's coming off an injury. Like, he's really got to be your number two pairing. And I feel like you have to have Truba and Morrissey step up. Like, those younger guys, like... Truba played really well when Buff was out, like, as that number one defenseman. I think he needs to continue being your guy, your guy of the future, until he signs with Detroit. And then, like, I, he he has to be that impact player for them. Yeah, and I think I think both Morrissey and Truba have taken that step in the last year. They've both become, you know, 1A, 1Bs together. Yeah. They might be the best pairing in the NHL. Mm. Um, I... I yeah, the rest of the defense. Mm. Mm. Okay, Didn't you okay. Just say <laughs> say what with San Jose? <laughs> no, no, no. That I they're the best okay. Core. Also, now no, the best pairing. You know, we can go back in this. <laughs> I said, I, can find I said they have the best defensive core. He did. They the, the best defensive pairing. No, I didn't. No, Winnipeg no. has the best pairing. Yes. San Jose, no. Yes. That's also incorrect because Nashville exists. We'll go uh, back later. No, if- no, no. The pairing. <laughs> The two of them. Regardless, yes. he's he, one of Who's the best it? in the NHL. Subban and Ekholm, or Ryan Ellis and Roman Yusi. I take Truba and Morrissey. They're both number ones. Is that what you're you're yep. gonna stick with that decision? Yep. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay. I'd, I'd say they're one of the best. One, one of the best. Yeah, I, I can admit to that. Oh, okay. I forgot about Seth Jones and Zacharinsky. Okay. There we go. See. Anyways, 
Continue before he rudely. <laughs> Anyways. Morgan Riley and Ron Hainsey. <laughs> All right. Uh, my expect. Or, sorry, nice. not my expectations. My three keys for a know. deep playoff run, and and this is why I talked about Liner earlier, and I, I mentioned it's going to tie in later. Keep pucks on the net and not at the boards or the glass or in huh. the netting. Hey, can you score if you miss the net? No. Oh. You yeah. have to keep huh. them huh. on the net. Or you know what? Even aim for the goalie's head for all I fucking care. Just huh. keep it on net. Huh. Neat. Number two, tighten up defensively. Oh, God, yeah. Don't watch the puck, shooter, or passer. The, uh, don't what, watch them. What are you supposed to watch then? You gotta fucking get in there, man. You gotta get in there. Don't just, like, don't position yourself. Oh, like, don't just stand watch them. Oh, yeah, oh, do okay. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. I was okay, like, like yeah, right. watch them in the sense that you gotta follow your guy, but, like, <laughs> yeah. like don't plant yourself in front of the net, right? Waiting, like, you know, kind of. Anyways. I, I, get, I get it now. Number three. Ooh. Okay. Don't wait for the pass. Call for it. And get open. Ah. Ooh. That is a cute. Hmm. And that is where Line A needs to be. Line A listens. I'm sure of it. I'm sure at one point he stumbled across. Oh, yeah. Line A, if you're listening, that last one was for you. Don't be an idiot. Fair. Call for the pass. Don't wait for it. Well. And let them make the pass too. Don't fucking stand. Yeah. You can't do that, but anyways, uh, let's move <laughs> on to our predictions. Absolutely. You know, this I... is obviously a highly contested, you know, we're talking other experts who don't know their shit. We're saying it could go either way. What are our opinions on this? And I'm going to look at Chris first. You know what, Mike? You're going to be very disappointed in me. Yeah. I'm going Jets Homer. Yeah. I think. In how many? I, I think both teams are good. I think the forwards probably wash. I think the defense probably washes, probably washes, yeah. Comes down to and ex- Bington and Hellebuck. And Hellebuck's experience. No, I... Hellebuck's I, experience over Bington. He I could get rattled vision, in the man. game or two. I'm taking the Jets in six. Like, game one is the most important game yeah. of the series. Yeah. It, it sets the tone for the entire playoff series, and especially with it being in Winnipeg with the whiteout and everything, yeah. I, I, I understand yeah. why you're saying that. Yeah, Jets in six. That's my pick. Okay, I'm going to say the exact opposite. Ooh. I'm saying St. Louis in six. Okay. Like we said, they're the hottest team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been incredible since the the All-Star break, since January, and I think the Jets have been like... If you look at their stats since January, they're like the number 26 team in the NHL. Mm. They've been horrible. Awful. Growing pains. Bad. And I, and I think, like, you got to be... You gotta be hot to be good in the playoffs sometimes, right? Like we we've seen other teams in the past make big runs on rookie goaltenders or like new goaltenders. What was it? <coughs> uh, the Hamburglar in Ottawa a couple yeah, years. Yeah, that didn't go so well in the playoffs. But they made it past the first round, didn't they? No, they, they not? got knocked out in the first round. I doubt that. Yeah. I don't want to check any facts, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna stick with what like, I'm saying. The Canadians that the hot like team didn't even finish. The needs series. to stay hot. Mm-hmm. That's five games. That's a series. Anyways, I'm sticking with my point. Uh, you got to be good to, and hot to be good. Uh, fuck, fuck Winnipeg. Okay, mm. uh, I'm going to agree with Chris. Okay, I'm I saying Jets, Jets in six. And I, you know what? I'm I'm basing my whole opinion based on experience. First of all, with mm-hmm. Hellebuck, and two, the lack of with Bennington. Yeah. Benning, Bennington, just because he's coming off of a hot regular season, doesn't mean he's ready for the playoffs. Nope. He it's has zero playoff animal. experience. Zero. Okay, and coming into Winnipeg, Winnipeg's I'm sure a hard he's been building in the to come into. Once in his okay. entire life, anything before the Stanley Cup playoffs is nothing. The yeah, the, okay. coming into Impressive. this build, coming into Bell MTS Place is difficult for any team. Any team, 
It's intimidating. And you know what? I think the Jets are just a stronger team altogether. Mm. Period. So I'm saying Jets and six. I'm going with hot team. Gotta watch out for that Tyler Bozak factor, though. Yeah, true. From relief clutch. I totally forgot about Tyler Bozak. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is a perfect time to... How do you call it, Mike? Switch gears. Switch some gears and do something everybody has been excited for since day one of the podcast. And that, my friends, is Jay's Call Corner. And in this episode, because it's a special episode, we don't do that theme song bullshit. And it's it's not because I lost the audio file and we it's don't been have a long the theme time. song anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's been, a, it's been a hot minute since I've called anybody out. On mm-hmm. a podcast, on a platform at least. Um, you call me out every day. It's, well, yeah, you deserve it. it. I wouldn't say he deserves it. I, I think we just all call each other out equally. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I have something that I don't know much about. Right? About this guy. I don't know anything about them up until recently. Yussi Smollett. What the fuck are you doing there, buddy? So you might think to yourself, Yussi Smollett. What is that, a Scandinavian name? No. No, he's American. And here's the... Th- I think he's American. I have no idea. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You're on this by yourself. Yeah. This is Jay's color right corner. Yeah. Not Jay uh, featuring Mike and Chris, even though you jump in at the end. But anyways, Jesse Smollett, what are you doing, bud? Uh, this guy uh, made headlines not too long ago because he got apparently jumped outside of a bar and it was a race thing and people were calling him derogatory names. And I felt for the guy. I think a lot of people felt for the guy, and 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 it, it was shitty uh, as as a human race for us to to do this. That this shit still happens. Anyways, you fast forward like a couple of weeks, you find out this dumbass staged the whole thing. He paid two guys to beat the shit out of him outside of a bar. I think it was like thirty five hundred bucks each or something like that. He paid these two guys, and to make that matters worse, these racial slurs that these guys were yelling weren't even that racist because they were both men of color yelling at another man of color. That's not racist. Welcome to Fine Line, pal. <laughs> I, yeah, but I tried to say that in a non-racist way. I, I know. I think I did pretty good. You did all right. I did very good. But anyways, you see Smollett, I'm calling you the fuck out. Get your shit together and get the fuck out of my headlines. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't we talk about hockey? Yeah, let's talk about the Metro Division, shall Ooh, we? Ooh, yeah. Let's, Mike, let's Washington Canes, buddy. Yeah. Um, yes, the first round matchup uh, that really uh, I'm, I'm excited about, for one. Um, you have the Washington Capitals. Obviously, we all know they're the Stanley Cup champions from last year. And they, they really have done a fantastic job avoiding that post-Stanley Cup hangover, right? Like... Yeah, right. Winning the division again, right? They, it feels like they haven't missed a beat, really. And I, I mean, um, the, their top six forwards are still incredible. Like, um, they're they're good, really throughout their entire team. Like every factor of their team, forwards, defense, goaltenders, they're all good. Um, it's it's fun to watch them play. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about them, so I'm just going to jump right into the kind of three players that you guys should really look out for. Um, number one, I, I think 
Tom Wilson is going to be an impact player because you either get shithead Tom Wilson or you get actually kind of talented Tom Wilson, right? Like, right now he's slotted to play with Ovi and Kuzi, and um, it's just we don't know who we're going to get, right? Because, like, he needs to play smart. They don't have that great of a penalty kill. He can't be taking dumb penalties. Um, and when he produces on that top line, like, he, he is a part of it. He's not a big part of it. He's... Clearly the third best player on that yeah, line, but obviously. he he can impact the game in like clean hits, hard hits, like being that grinder that he can be. I think it's huge. Um, second guy you're gonna want to keep your eye on is obviously Brain Holpe. Brain Holpe is one of the greatest uh, playoff goaltenders uh, of all time, stats wise. Yeah, like he's won the one cup last year was huge for him, but like. His numbers, like 9.29 save percentage, 2.04 goals against average, are incredible. He's only allowing two goals a game. That is insane in the playoffs, especially when they had to go against Pittsburgh every goddamn year. Yeah. So, so if he needs to keep doing what he's doing and like to keep dominating the way he has, because it it's a huge part of what made their run last year is so significant. Yeah. And my third one is actually going to be Jakob uh, Vrana there. The young kid, he's just turned 22. He had his best year ever. Uh, he more than doubled his point output from the year before. Like, granted, he gets to play with Backstrom and Oshi, but, like, he's really taken that next step and solidified their top six as one of the best in the NHL, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, he... He does all the right things, and he'll be huge for that secondary-level scoring that they need, you know, when going against other teams uh, whose first line, you know, will be shut down and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the three things that they want to do to go for a deep run this year is continue with the Holpe, you know, have him continue to be the best goaltender in every playoff series. Yeah. Like, that's how they're going to win the mm-hmm. rounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to find out if they finally figured out the pen, if the pens are good or not. If they, yeah. they have they finally yeah. figured out the pens? Yeah, have they not? Was it one, one right off right? Like, I don't know. The road I, to the finals still go through Pet- Pittsburgh for yeah, that. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So it, if they can get there and, and really understand how to beat the Penguins, then I think while mm-hmm. they make the Eastern Conference final, yeah. mm-hmm. obviously. And then the third thing, if they want to go deep in the playoffs... They really gotta hope the Atlantic just beats the shit out of each other in the first two rounds, right? Like, I mean, you have what, like three of the top five teams of the Atlantic, and whoever comes out of it's gonna be good, but they're gonna have to play two tough series most likely. And Washington's sitting up there, kind of still having a tough row, but not quite the the oh, what's it called when you gauntlet that uh, an Atlantic team has, yeah. right? So they uh, it'll be interesting to watch. Kind I, think, of. I think a huge thing for the Capitals is they're missing uh, Michael Kempney, who became just a solid pairing with John Carlson last year in the playoffs. They, they formed a great pairing for the number one unit. Um, John Carlson carried a lot of weight last year. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Caps, they, they, they've done there. They've been to the promised land. They know how to do it again. Ovechkin's... He turned, what, 34, and he's playing his best yeah. hockey of his career, potentially? Yep. He's not so coming out I of mean, his shell. Let's be very clear, and I'll say that Alexander Ovechkin is the greatest goal, t- or goal scorer in NHL history. Oh, yes, 100%. Just, it, the errors, like, if you normalize all the errors and the yeah, goaltenders he, he has to go against, like, he is the greatest goal scorer. Well, and yeah, he, what, this is his eighth 
Rocket Richard trophy. Six out of the last seven years, yeah. he's won the Rocket yeah, Richard. Yeah, absolutely incredible hockey player. So much fun to watch. Yeah, they, they, the Caps, they know what they know what they have to do to yeah. do it again. They, and, they've got. I mean, the one counterpoint to your argument that they know what to do is that they did for the first time ever have to go play four rounds of hard, tough yes. hockey. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see if that's an impact, but they haven't shown any signs of showing down, slowing down so far. So no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it. Right. No. Heading no. in, and now on the other side. Uh, you get uh, a wild card team, a bunch of jerks. Just a bunch of jerks. Just a bunch of jerks. Some would say. Honestly, this team has taken the uh, the NHL by storm uh, because of one in their play by some of their younger guys like Aho and Teravainen, but two, just they've made hockey fun. And I, I mean, it drives me nuts to see these old ass people who like just with out of date opinions really complain about the storm surge. Like it drives me crazy because it's it's great for hockey they're packing the stands or it's great for i mean hockey in the south right that hockey is behind some of the other major leagues in a lot of ways from their from their media presence right and i think the storm surge has done a lot (laughs) of good of bringing them more to the forefront like showing up on espn and stuff like it it's you know is amazing and people are hating it. it's driving me nuts anyways that's my thing on them uh on that but carolina has really you know this is they do have a young core they're really taking a step in the next direction um making the playoffs was huge for them this year I'm, I'm very happy about it um three kind of things you want to watch from them i mean the, the i mean for sorry three players you want to watch for me it's dougie hamilton uh to start He's to me is one of the most interesting stories in the NHL in recent years, right? Mm-hmm. You have this young, talented defenseman who's like getting better on the ice every year, and he's being a role model off of it. But he's been traded twice now, yeah. and like out of out of the blue, really, I felt both times like there was no. Uh, so I don't know if there's more to that story or if he's now. Hopefully, I hope he's found a spot yeah. and he can be that number one stud defenseman that. Carolina needs right mm-hmm. I mean beyond him like their defense is pretty mediocre Slavin's been good this year um Justin Falk's getting older and he was never really that elite so he really needs to be the anchor on this defense and be able to shut down that number one line yeah, yeah. in Washington right uh number two player to watch I, I'm gonna have to go with Justin Williams Mr. Game 7 Mr. Game 7 himself absolutely and I mean Carolina would be overjoyed if he lived up to his nickname. 100%. Game 7 win, that'd be huge. And, I don't know, he's a fun player to watch. Yeah. There's a great story there. I just I just like the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I'm going to go with uh, Nino Niederreiter. Uh, he was acquired near the trade deadline there. And uh, the goal is that would be able to help with that offensive output, slot to that top line. And uh, he's actually done it, like, really well for them. Mm-hmm. He nearly doubled his points per game from the time he spent in Minnesota to the time, if you look at, like, the two, he separated into two seasons, almost twice uh, the amount of points per game. Like, he's really helped them take that next step offensively to being a playoff team yeah. because they really weren't in the beginning half of the season. So um, I think he's going to be huge for them and really, like, being able to, as great as Ajo and Teravine are together, you need to be able to uh, spread the wealth between yeah. the two lines, yeah. Yeah. Top, two top two lines. Mm-hmm. So. And I think maybe two of the most underrated players in the NHL, Spashanahu and Tevu Teravainen, yeah. they're both incredible young players. They're finally on the league stage now. Like, yeah. The world's going to see them. Yeah, They're going to be loving this. They're going to put I, on a show. I, I really hope they do. I think, um, I mean, 
career years for both of them, and and Aho is honestly one of the most fun players to watch in the NHL. Yeah, right I now. think I think he's gonna he's gonna have some fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, three keys for a deep playoff run for them. I'm gonna I'm gonna say goaltending's t- gotta step up. Razik, uh, as a longtime Detroit Red Wings fan, who had to deal with him for years, he's not good. Uh, he played pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. He has a starting position. But he's still not elite mm-hmm. in any sense of the word. Yeah. He's merely average. So he, he needs to step up for them to do any sort of damage in the playoffs mm-hmm. this year. He needs to be able to win a game or two, like make some big saves when they need him the most, things like that. And I honestly, I don't know. Like I'm sure Mrazek will get the start, but they'll be quick to go to McElhaney because, yeah. yes, he is a 35-plus career backup. He's had an incredible year last year. He's been incredible for the Leafs a few years for the few years before, but you know what? He he knows how to win. He's been on winners before. Well, not the Leafs, but yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. You know what? They they got they got an interesting tandem, and I think yeah, they, no, they, no, together they can pull their weight. They'll probably end up splitting. I bet they'll end up splitting games in the playoff round. That, that's understandable, yeah. right? Uh, but. I mean, I don't know how long they last. Yeah. The first place, um, two other things that they really need for them for things to go right is I already talked about. It, they need Dougie Hamilton to become just Nicholas from Junior. Yeah, uh, that, that would that would be really helpful for mm-hmm. their team and mm-hmm. you know heading forward. Yeah, uh, and no, number, for any team. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, and number two, you just need those young guns to really catch fire and like get real hot at the right time. Yeah, because. You're going against Washington, whose offensive output is incredible. Like mm-hmm. we we know a lot about them already. You gotta be able to match that because I, like goaltending is a clear win for oh, Washington. Oh, so yes, yes. You gotta find a way to score goals mm-hmm. on Brain Holby. Yeah, easier said than done. Big time easier said than done. Um, prediction time. Uh, I think we're all probably gonna have close to the same opinion on this one. Um, I'll start. I'm gonna go with Washington, obviously. I mean, Carolina's a young team, first time in the playoffs in a while. Washington's done it before. I think Washington gets through this round pretty easily. Maybe I hope that Carolina wins one at home so they get the storm surge. I'll go with Washington in five. Jesse, go ahead. You know what? I think, personally, like for me, I, I, I like the Cinderella stories. I like underdogs. I like room for the, I'm not saying that Carolina's going to win. But I think they're going to put up a bigger fight than most people are going to expect. I, I, I hope would, so. I would I, still say Washington in the same range. I'd say maybe six. Okay. And and then, like, I have no reason against that. It's not that I don't want it to happen. It's just, it, it's experience versus unexperienced. Yeah. It's well, it's, really it's, it's a, a team that's a better been team. losing for a while versus a team that's a Stanley Cup champion in their past year. Yeah. <laughs> right? So. Like, it, it's a lot side in that sense. But, um, Chris, more of the same. You know what? I'm not going to go with the same thing. Uh-oh. Go off. Um, I think it's going to be the first five games back and forth. You know, game five, go to the Capitals. A huge storm surge in game six to send it back to Washington. And Mr. Game Seven's going to come out against his former team and push the Carolina Hurricanes onto the second round. In seven games. Wow. That is, that's, that's bold. That might That's the hottest take so far. You know what, uh, Chris? If... If this prediction is true, I personally, if Toronto and Boston go to next year, like I'm assuming they will, I will cheer for Toronto. If I, your prediction is right, I will cheer for Toronto. I got year. lots of Leaf jerseys. 
That's gross. Shake on it. That's fucking disgusting. It's been on the podcast. It's been officialized. Mike is the <sighs> witness. That's yucky. Gross. Let's like. move over to the next big yeah. matchup in the Metro. The bloodbath, if you will. No. I, I don't know if this no. will be a bit about. It will be a bloodbath. I, I just wanted to throw no. bloodbath. I'll I'll tell blood you when it's a bloodbath. Sorry, sorry. Well, we're getting to our bloodbath. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're obviously talking about the New York Islanders versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, let's talk about the Islanders to start. I mean, John Tavares, who? Uh, he's like they didn't miss a beat without wait, him. Wait, wait. I think that's the first time you've ever said his name on the podcast. Yeah, whatever, man. That's so season two. Uh, we're over it. Um, they Matt Barzell is the man. It, it seems like he's really kind of been an impact player that they need. Obviously, he had an incredible last season. He kept it up, but... I think even better, he's doing it both sides of the puck this year. His, his production's down a little bit, mm-hmm. but his, his plus-minus, his defensive numbers are better. Yeah, yeah. no, so he's, he's doing it better on both sides of the puck, which is great, which you want to see out of your number one center. Ab- absolutely. Like, you... Um... I mean, their entire forward depth actually is like like they they play really good hockey, and I think that has a lot to do with Barry Trotz and the system he's put into place. Uh, that these forwards, I mean, they've really bought in. They don't, I mean, other than Barzell, they don't have any stars really. Like Everly, you know, as hyped as he was, like he's not a star no. at the end of the day. No. He's a good hockey player. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, they got three lines like. Having uh, an experienced guy who's been around winning odds all the whole life and Valtteri Filippo, not Uncle Leo, no, and he's been a Toronto Maple Leaf. He hasn't been around winning. Um, we made the playoffs every year. Valtteri Filippo has mm-hmm. been, you know, uh, on surrounded by champions through his, or at least winners throughout his entire career. For he was a he was a flyer for a while. Okay. Worse. Yeah, he was also a Red Wing and a Lightning back when the Red Wings were good. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like their second line of Bailey, Brock Nelson, Michael Dal uh, Cole are good defensively. Like these guys, what they do is they just shut you down. And I mean, def- like their defense is uh, rock solid. I mean, no real stud. Yeah. No, no number one, but a whole lot of like number two and three defensemen, mm-hmm. right? Like Letty, Boychuk, Polak, uh, Tate. Like they're they're a solid unit. Right, defensemen. Yeah. yeah, they play as a team a lot of the time, and I think Barry Trotz has a lot to do with that and the impact that yeah. he's had is incredible yeah. to see. Um, I'm gonna start, you know, goaltenders as they're they're my number one kind of tandem to watch because I think I mean we talked about in Carolina you kind of have that one A one B. Well, this is like one A one B, but like they've been playing both been playing they, they incredible won the, hockey. They won the Jennings for lowest goals against average yeah. by a pair. Yeah, they're. They've had an incredible year. Like, both of them, like, Leonard's a fantastic story. He suffered from mental health issues. Like, I'm so happy for him to bounce yeah. back and be an incredible year. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Grice has been good. I like him, mm-hmm. uh, too. Like, both of them, it'll be interesting to see um, what direction Trotz goes mm-hmm. with. Like, how long of a leash the starter gets, who I assume... I think it's, it has to go Leonard. Right. Thomas Grice has spent a few years as Penguins backup. You got to know Crosby and Malkin know where to shoot on him. Absolutely. It's got to be Leonard. But I, he's on a short leash. Exactly. And I think uh, what the Islanders have done well is keep shots down, like keep give them bad angle shots, like really clog the middle, and hopefully they can, you know, the goaltending can steal a game or two for them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, number two, Matt Barzell. I already talked about him, but I think the one thing that'll really come through this playoffs, if they do any damage, 
is whether he's a leader or not. Right? Yeah. He's a young guy, yeah. but he really has become that he's become the guy, yes, right? Yes. And and you need a leader in that locker room and hopefully uh, Barzell can take that next step and become elite in that sense. Yeah, and back just going back to the All-Star game, uh, just listening to an interview and Mar- Matt Barzell was talking about Crosby and the things, the way that Crosby does and Matt Barzell's trying to take <coughs> things from Crosby's game, put it to his own, own game, which every NHL player does, but he gets to go up against Crosby, his, his childhood hero. Everybody raises their game against Crosby and I, I can't wait to see him, to see what level he can raise his game to this playoff series against Absolutely. his childhood hero. Because you've got to know they're going head-to-head probably the whole series. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what you want from if you're Matt Barzell, right? You want to be able to challenge someone, you know, the guy you looked up to. Yeah. Uh, my third one is just kind of a throwaway, to be honest, is uh, Ryan Pollock. He's hailing from Dauphin, Manitoba, local guy. Uh, you know, if you're one of those people who like, well, I'll cheer for whatever Canadians and local guys are on the team, mm-hmm. then this is your guy. Now, maybe the Islanders are your team. I don't know. Um, three kind of keys for them this offseason season. So obviously, the goaltending needs to continue and yeah. needs to be able to continue stealing games for them. Uh, they have to find a way to score on the power play. Yeah. Uh, they have the 29th ranked power play. It's not great. They, I mean, mm-hmm. the entire team isn't very good at scoring. They're winning low-scoring games. And in the playoffs, that sometimes just doesn't fly. Yeah. Uh, third, they, they, got, they have a deep team. They need to get scoring from everywhere mm-hmm. because they don't have that superstar. Mm-hmm. So, th- I mean, to me, that's... The Islanders in a nutshell. Yeah. Moving on over to Pittsburgh. This is obviously a perennial favorite, right? Yeah. They've, uh, year in, year out, they're making the playoffs. They're making it deep most years. Mm -hmm. For the first year in a long time, they got out in the second round, and they actually got a breather and some rest. That was really kind of interesting to see for them. Um, They have an incredible power play. Uh... I'm just looking fourth line center Matt Martin. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I did this like a, a week ago after the last game. It could be different now. Matt, Matt Martin plays on the Islanders. No, I'm pretty sure that. No, he plays for the Islanders. Yeah, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that his name was Matt Martin. Go on the website right now. Uh-huh. I'm as pretty you're, as you're talking. Yeah. Anyways. Um, daily faceoff. Yeah, daily faceoff. That's right. Uh, fifth rank power play. They obviously are talented. They got Crosby, Malkin, Harnquist. They, they might have Gunsel. the best unit in the NHL. Yeah, Kessel. The names they can throw out there is ridiculous. Russ. Uh, like, they're very talented. On defense, uh, Crystal Tank's been stellar again. Uh, that's been fun. Uh, what's his name? Matt Cullen. Cullen. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to erase that. Yeah. It's been a long day, y'all. Um, uh, Crystal Tang, Justin Schultz, like, Oli Mata. They're talented. Yeah. Um, obviously, goaltending, Matt Murray... Took over for Flowers when he left. He's good. We all know that. Not a whole lot to talk about Pittsburgh. They're the, they're the same as always. Yeah, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. They got Crosby and Malkin. Yeah, word. Um, Justin Schultz, I think, is one of the players you want to watch because after returning from injury, he has been productive both on the offensive and on the defensive end. But I think he, he needs to really be that second pairing guy yeah. who steps up and shuts down the number two guy on other teams, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, maybe not so much with the Islanders when you don't have that elite second mm-hmm. line, but when they go up against Washington the next round, like, you're going to get back to Minoshi and, well, like... Let's just see him go out there against the Islanders and dominate his shifts. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you want from him, and mm-hmm. hopefully he can uh, play some good hockey. Yeah. Uh, second guy you really want to watch is Jake Gunsel. Gra- granted, he does play with Crosby. 
he did get 40 goals this year. Right, yeah. like he he gets to play with one of the best players in the NHL, but he's talented in himself, um, and he's had some incredible playoffs before. Yeah, exactly. So he needs to step up again yeah. and be that impact player yeah. for this team. Yeah. And my last one, obviously, to watch is Evgeny Malkin. Oh, Gino, Gino, Gino. Um, he had a bit of a down year. Mm-hmm. Still over a point a game. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know, he's really good at hockey. Yeah, kind of good. Uh, still better than Patrick Kane. Uh, straight facts. Oh yeah. Absolutely, yeah. uh, but he uh, kind of fell apart on the defensive end this year. He uh, he was minus twenty five, which uh, not great. I, I think and you'll say that he scored a lot of points in the power play, which mm-hmm. you'd probably be yeah. right. Yeah, but that doesn't excuse all the goals that he was on. I mean, I mean, a, a regular. Against. If you didn't get all those power play points, they might kind of even out the plus minus a little bit more. He might be more even. It's not so bad. They, I, the Penguins pretty they sucked pretty bad coming out of the gates. No. Uh, He'd, I don't really know. He had a tough year. Matt, it wasn't, Matt Murray was brutal coming out of the gates. Yeah, He's Casey DeSmith won a lot of games for them. He's played a lot of games, so. I, I, but it's still, it's the Penguins. Yeah. It's Crosby, it's Mulligan, it's Latang. They're, they're fine. Yeah, and I think um, kind of my three keys for them would be Matt Murray needs to play like that elite yep. tender that we've seen in the past. Because yep. like you said, earlier this year, he's, he had a rough, he's mm-hmm. rough start, but he, uh, I don't know. I think he needs to step up, and when they go against the Holpies and the Vasilevskis yeah. and all that, they, yeah. he needs to be able to compete at the very least yeah. and give his team a chance. Obviously, number two is Malkin goes back to being at least good defensively. Yeah. Right? Like, you can't have a minus 25 player as your number two center if you want to make a deep run into the playoffs. Yeah. So I feel like um, he... Yeah. He knows what to do. He'll he, be back. He's He'll experienced, be back. right? Like, yeah. He's probably cheating a little bit to the offense in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some numbers. He's like LeBron, right? Yeah. Like he's not playing on defense. No, it's fine. No, no, but he'll play on D when it counts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and number three is just avoid taking too many penalties. They don't have a great PK, and um, good teams will, will pounce on that, obviously. Yeah, just, Maybe yeah. not the Islanders, but like yeah. moving past it, looking... Honestly, a lot of what I did for Pittsburgh was looking right past the Islanders. Oh yeah, and I think I think jumping into predictions, I think like Penguins and six. I'm taking Penguins and six. Yeah, like uh, I I hope the Islanders give them some give them a tough round. Like I feel, yeah, but no pens. No, pens <laughs> I'm trying to find an excuse for no. There's uh, no excuse for the Islanders. It's Penguins and six. Yeah, yeah, I'll say six. That seems like a good number. Jess. Yeah, I'm, well, but I. I I don't know. See, New York Islanders coming off of a hot season, mm-hmm. hot, one of the hotter seasons that they've played, yeah. considering that they lost a big player, a big name, and a mm-hmm. big part of their franchise. I think they're going to put up a fight, but yeah, I had great Penguins in six. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty simple one, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, in the first one, we've all agree, uh, agreed on mm-hmm. for this uh, for the playoffs so far. Um, well, with the moment kind of everyone's been waiting for, except no one's been waiting for. I can't believe people are still listening most this, of the time. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I've been waiting for, yeah. We get to talk about Tampa Bay and Columbus. I'm going to get Columbus out of the way real quick before I can just absolutely, absolutely just pour some love on Tampa Bay. Um, Columbus, I don't know what to think about them. They did a lot of things in uh, during the season to try and get better. And they're still the number eight seed in the East. Yeah, uh, they they gave away most of their future from <laughs> Duchesne and Ryan Dezingle, and they still don't know if Panarin and Bobrovsky are going to resign. Um, we talked about uh, Wernetsky and Jones on the back end that they're 
two very talented younger defensemen who can lead, uh, really play with the best of them. Yeah. Um, beyond that, they don't have a whole lot on that back end that you really want to talk about. Um, I mean, they got some veteran presence. They still got Nick Foligno. They got Brandon Dubinsky. Like, Boone Jenner's getting up there in age, too. Like, these are all guys on the offensive end that maybe have that veteran leadership. Yeah. But, like, uh, Panarin, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Cam Atkinson, that's a good first line. He's talented. The bread man's so good. He's very talented. And he's uh, actually, like, I'm going to... I put him and Bobrovsky together as my, my first pairing to watch because... Who knows what the hell's happening next year? Like, yeah. it's crazy the uncertainty that this team is going into, despite sacrificing their future for this team. It's we'll see if it pays off. I mean, the poor guys have to go against the best team in the NHL, one of the best teams in NHL yeah. history. Yeah. But I mean, these playoffs and the team success in the playoffs may determine whether Panarin and Bobrovsky resign in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the deep right. run would 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 probably would do, do them. It would a do lot. fantastic yeah. for the just the morale in uh, Columbus and their chances of resign mm-hmm. those two big yeah. guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, number two is Seth Jones. I think he's one of the most exciting young defensemen in the league, and I think he's almost certainly a future Norris Trophy hundred oh, percent uh, winner nominee. Like he'll be one of those guys that year in year out is getting nominations. Is in like the top five in voting. Yeah, hundred percent. agree. He's so good. Yeah, I, and I mean like. He's got a tough matchup, and we're going to kind of see the, the cojones on this guy that if he can shut down the likes of Cooch and Stammer and Point, even even just slow him down a little bit, that it gives your team a chance in this mm-hmm. first series, mm-hmm. he, he might get into that national spotlight more, like, and really people will understand how talented he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big fan. Yeah. And third is that Duchesne, uh, Zing, the Zingle kind of duo that they got from uh, Ottawa, right? I mean, they rented these players at, uh, more or less rented them at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and they've been okay. They've, they've, they've been, been fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, they haven't been what kind of Columbus was expecting from mm-hmm. them so far, mm-hmm. right? Like, taking that next step and really uh, just putting them over the top, right? Yeah, like, they... They got into the playoffs, but they haven't shown it yet. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean... They trade away a ton of picks for these guys. Like, there's got to be some payoff eventually. And, like, what, what is Matt Duchesne? Like, I... That guy Good is... number two. An above average uh, number two. On, on paper, though. <laughs> like On he's paper, just, he's better, but game time, it's, I, it's I just, above I think, average I number think, two. I think his attitude overweighs his potential in his current game. I don't... I don't know if... Like, I, I've, I've watched him play at World, at World Cup for Canada, in the Olympics for Canada... He's been incredible, but, but, that, but that's in pl- limited minutes. And like, but on, and on top of that, look at the guys that he's playing with. Yeah, yeah right? Like it, he's well, not, he's not. Stu- and that's, that's when, when he first got when he first got to Columbus, he was playing with Panarin and Atkinson. Yeah. What really? What better guys do you want to play with? Well, Atkinson is a great scorer. Panarin, a great just, playmaker. For me, it just seems he's just unhappy no matter what situation he's put in, who yeah. he's playing with. Yeah. He he doesn't have that kind of going back to this line that that emotion in the game. He doesn't have that. Next gear he can hit, yeah. like he he's got to step up. Yeah. So sorry, sorry to do. No, 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 no. Absolutely, that's the kind of conversation I want to hear. But I'm just looking at my three keys for the playoff run, boys. Is, is it Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky? Well, because no, that's what it should be. Number one is absolutely Bobrovsky. Yeah. He's, he's their most important player on the oh, ice yeah. at all time. Well, 
at all times because your goalie never comes off. But yeah, but yeah, okay. I digress. Um, number two is obviously I, I want to see those two pickups, the Duchesne and Zingle, really step up and mm-hmm. have an impact on the series. Like mm-hmm. be able to go against, you know, Tampa Bay's second line or maybe shut down Tampa Bay's first line. Whatever the matchups end up being, you have to have some payoff for these yeah. guys. Yeah. And I honestly couldn't come up with three. Like, I don't know, y'all. Uh, maybe Tampa Bay has their talent stolen by the Monstars and Space Jam style. So, uh, I yeah, have no I idea. Know. Like, I this, they are up facing a mountain. It's David meets Goliath. Like, it, Jesus Christ. Tampa's beatable. Tampa's beatable. <laughs> let's dive into Tampa. Let's, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Sorry, I did this back when they hadn't finished our last game. Oh. Um, let's just start off with this quick... Quick little fact I found. Okay. They've only lost four times all year when scoring first. Yeah, I heard about that. That's insane. Yeah. That's incredible. That means you're always playing with the lead. Yes. Always. Yeah. And, and it's <laughs> something like, it's not like, oh, they only scored the first goal a few times. No, they scored the first goal a lot of times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, something like 50 plus times, I believe, they scored the first goal. Very good at the sport of hockey. Yeah. I will yeah, say it. They're yeah. a good hockey team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, you, some so, would say. Some would say. Uh, I don't want to, you know, push any buttons, but they're good. Um, yeah. their power play and, and PK rank were both first in the NHL. They tied a record for a team, an incredible team, must be very clear, 95-96 Red Wings are, they're a very good hockey There's no team. salary cap then. Yeah. They so what? They're, they're, they have, they're There's your... a salary cap here and Tampa Bay still won yeah, 62 yes, games. Yes, yes, that's why it's more incredible, this team. Sure, This fine. team's better. This team, uh, Mm. Stevie Y was a part of both of them. Just yeah, yeah, accept it. Huh, I don't know. I can't. It's like picking between your kids. Except like I'm not my dad because my dad has a favorite. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, oh my. Uh, that's recorded. I just want you to know when he's gonna hear. It. Your dad listens. Yeah. No. He's he's a big time listener. And I'm sure he'd agree. Yeah, yeah, Emily is the favorite. Yes. <laughs> I'm the favorite in my house. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, are you really? Yep. Chris? 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. See? Yeah, we can uh, relate. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Probably different not. situations, different yeah. times. Yeah. Fair. It's more, of, it's more of a what have you done for me lately kind of yeah, yeah, role. Absolutely. See, it's the, my parents never see my sister, so the, they never see the bad shit she does, but they see every bad thing I do, yeah, well, which is often. Rolling up to your house with all your clothes in a shopping cart and forgetting your keys, probably not a good luck. Yeah, that was years ago. Eh, not a good luck. Still not a good Tough luck. to come back from that. Um, honestly, this team head to toe has been incredible. They had Four or three forty uh, point getters goal or scores. goal scorers and three ninety point getters. Yeah. Obviously, in Stamkos, Cooch, and, <laughs> and Braden Point. Obviously, so I mean that alone, those three are just incredibly. They had grease. Kut- Nikita Kucherov had the same amount of points as the Tampa Bay Lightning did. Yeah, let's be clear that I will say, and, and obviously I'm super biased because I hate Connor McDavid and I love the Lightning, uh, but Nikita Kucherov's the best player in the NHL. His vision and his ability to make plays is incredible. Like, talent-wise, Connor McDavid may be better, but the just the way that Nikita Kucherov can see the game and some of the shit he does with the puck is is unbelievable to watch. John Cooper said it himself, he's hockey's Einstein. Yes. He does things, he thinks three moves ahead of the defense when he's coming yeah. down on. Like, the things that he does with the puck is incredible. He is hockey's Einstein. Absolutely, and that's that's why I say he's the best player in the age. He knows hockey better than almost anyone. Yeah. Like, he's, he's Crosby a couple years back, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Stamkos, he's a veteran leader. He's 
been playing some of the best hockey of his career. He's come back from injuries, and he, like, and he's not just scoring goals now. He's doing it everywhere. No, 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 exactly. And this is, I'm going to sound like a complete homer, but I'm going to say it. He reminds me a lot of Steve Eisman. When Steve Eisman came to the league, he was scoring at, at an unbelievable pace. He was incredibly like offensively minded. And then it wasn't until Scotty Bowman showed up and was like, "Hey, man, you got to play both sides." Like that's what elite players do: is to play offensively and defensively. Ice better than Steve Eisman. Yeah. You can suck my left nut. It's a totally different game now than it was back then. Yeah, yeah. Completely. The Eisman's better. No. Stammer's, I'm a fan of Dummer's the better player. No. Yeah. No. Yes. I will not stand for this. Steven Samko scored 60 goals in a season before. I'm. We're going to have to look at some stats because it's yeah. not important it's to not get important into the debate right now. I'm We're talking about Steve Eisman's the better leader, but Steven Stamkos is the better player. Mm. Doubtful. He's Stammer's has, Stammer has done Disagree. more with less okay. than Yeisman has. Let's get on. Let's get back on task. We're talking playoff hockey here. Back to Tampa versus Tampa. Whatever. Andre Vasilevsky is also a uh, Vesna um, candidate. Yeah, probably Vesna winner. Yeah, guy was unbelievable this year. He, I mean, he won. Granted, he had played in behind a stacked roster, but just some of the saves he makes. Like, I mean, Tampa's decor isn't incredible. Like, they, he's had a, he stands on his head. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. Like, I mean, uh, McDonough isn't what he was in no. uh, New York. Hedman uh, was injured for part of the year. Yeah. Uh, he might be injured come yeah. first game, but I yeah. don't think they need him uh, no. necessarily. And, um, I mean, I think that he should be a Norris Trophy He's winner not every this, year. Not this year. Not this one, maybe, in no. particular. No. Anyway, Steve Eisenman scored 65 goals in the season once. But, What's, uh, what, what year was that? 1985? 88. 88. Oh, okay, so he had 155 points. When, Stamkos when, can never. When, yeah, but compare that to now, man. He can't get 185 points Steven now. Stamkos. He can't. You can't. 185 points, buddy. You Translate can't. that now. That's probably what 62. Yeah, probably. Honestly, everybody got everybody <laughs> got 50 you. goals and Shut 50 assists up. back then. Shut both of you stop talking. Everybody did. Yeah, I I will not. Wendell talk. Clark scored 50 goals probably that year. Wendell <laughs> Clark. That doesn't matter. Wendell Clark got 65 and 90. It was 155 points. Okay. Very good. Eh, Steven Samkos is better. Yeah. Steven Samkos did it in the modern era. Like, better goalies, better players, Enough. better systems. Enough. Anyways, three players to watch. Player. Nikita Kucherov, best in the NHL. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky, he has been good in the playoffs, but he really needs to be able to outdo all the likes of uh, Holtby, uh, Murray, fucking... Ah, Freddie Anderson and Rask are trash. But when they get to the finals and they have to play like Flowers or Connor Hellebuck, Hellebuck or um, Rene, yeah, like it, he's gonna have to yeah. outperform those yeah, guys yeah, if yeah. they want to win yeah. the Stanley Cup. And third, um, I don't know, watch is uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Um, he had a great rookie year. He wasn't quite the same player. Uh, granted, he didn't get that number one power play time mm-hmm. like he did last year with Hedman yeah. out. Um, but he really needs to anchor that second yeah. unit and be that number two guy like mm-hmm. we were talking about mm-hmm. actually for mm-hmm. whatever other team that was uh, Justin Schultz yeah. he's in a lot of the same scenario for him mm-hmm. so and even with uh, Hedman not being at 100% it's even more important obviously yeah he'll, he'll, he'll step it up I mean obviously like their expectations here are win the fucking cup like they goddamn better like my three keys for a deep playoff run are like don't fuck up no seriously do not mess this up Literally everything is in your favor. For the love of God, please just win the cup. Yeah, uh, 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 they're a talented hockey team. Anything, anything but the cup is a failure for them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think 
predictions are probably going to be all the same here. Yeah. Tampa in five. Tampa in five. They've won the last four series that haven't been the one they lost to Washington. Mm-hmm. have been gone five games. Yeah, it'll be five games, Tampa. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm calling it a clean sweep. Clean fair. sweep. Clean sweep. Yeah, I just for me, for me personally, I just I don't think Columbus knows how to work as a unit. You know, like look look at the guys that they have offensively, mm-hmm. right? And like I said, Duchesne's got a big red flag above his name for me. I just I don't know. I don't, I think Tampa's obviously the well-rounded team. I, I just say, and I'm saying, clean I, sweep. I think Bobrovsky will steal one game. I I don't think Bobrovsky's enough. I don't know. I just I think, I can, think Tampa he, will play smart. Like, yeah. what's the point of killing yeah. yourself against yeah. Columbus? Oh, you want game three at home? Have it. Like, you know? Yeah, do a little charity. It's, yeah. it's a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it will be. Oh, boy. Oh. Jess, you ready to fight? Look, I, I No, 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 Jess. Are you ready to fight? I'm not going to fight. Okay. There's nothing to fight about. You ready uh, for this? Uh, Chris, this is... We have to be unbiased. Uh, no, 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 no. I want to see all the bias. No, we're Fuck going I'm full bias. I get to be unbiased. Yeah, no, I want to hear all the bias. We're going to talk a little... My bad, if, if you heard a big bang, I hit the table. <laughs> we're we're going to talk a little Boston-Toronto uh, for the second consecutive year. Um, Chris, what has happened in the past in this match? Let's give a history make, lesson. Don't make me cry. Quick. There's twice, twice, the Toronto Maple Leafs have taken leads into the third period of Game 7. Yes. Twice, twice, both, they've blown it. Both, both times, blown it. Two. Two times. Dopes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so this year, it's time to slay the dragon. Hey, tell, tell us why it's different this year for the Leafs. The Leafs, they're a year older. The Matthews is yes. a year older. Martin's a year older. That's how time works. Yeah. Everyone's a year older. We got more experience now. We know what it's like yeah. to lose. We know the heartbreak <laughs> in losing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> You're going to have a little pack attack here, pal. You're going to have a breakdown. No. You know what? I think the keys, it's a very even series. Like Realistically, it's very even. Mm-hmm. Both teams have strong centermen, strong wingers, strong goalies, defense, question marks. Realistically, yeah. there is question marks on both ends. I think the first two lines for both teams, they, they'll wash each other out. It's going to be a battle of the bottom two lines this year. Where it comes to Nazem Kadri and then the other six Bruins. <laughs> Because yeah, that seems like it's in your favor. Yeah, nah, well, how you quick? Know. How quickly does Nazem Kadri get suspended this year? Uh, game two, three, uh, yeah, nah. game one. No, he doesn't get suspended this year. He's oh. been playing smarter this year. He's been staying out of the box. He's not been. He's been. He's been finding that edge and not crossing the line. He, he knows. He knows where the line is, and he knows if he does stupid shit, there's two centermen ahead of him now. He won't see the ice if he's doing stupid shit. Yeah, he's overall he's been relatively. He's been quiet. a lot better player. He he didn't put up the points and goals this year, but I thought he was a lot better defensively this year, and that's what we needed out of him. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Like Tavares and Bergeron, they're gonna cancel each other out. Matthews and whatever DeBrus Krejci, they'll ma- they'll Krejci's match each other out. Incredible this year. But uh, Matthews as well. Yeah, Tavares yeah, has yeah. been as well. Austin Matthews is a good hockey player. Yeah. There, I said it. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. I, I, you say that all the time. Austin Matthews is good. You know what? It, it, where it comes, where really it bleeds down to is Freddie Anderson and Tuka Rask. Both guys, at times, can stand on their heads and steal games for their teams. And at times, can look like they don't belong in the league. Big time. I, I mean, you saw that, with, especially with Rask against the Jets here. Yeah, not too long ago, he was awful. Yeah, yeah. so so that's really where it comes down to is those guys. Um, 
three players to watch in this series for me and for you Leaf fans at home. Freddie Anderson, number one. Be on your game. Why did you look in the mic? Because <laughs> we're, we're having a moment. We're having a moment with the fans here, okay? <laughs> Fuck you, Jess. Sorry. Freddie Anderson, it's going to sound on his head. Morgan Riley, he's having a Norris quality season. He's got close to a point per game. The guy's been incredible all year. He's doing it at both ends. Mike don't doesn't love this this comparison I make, but I see a lot of Nick Lidstrom in him. His stick oh. is his stick is always in the right place. He oh doesn't, God, he's gonna make me punch him by the end of the night. <laughs> he doesn't he, he doesn't play like Nick Lidstrom, but just the way his stick was always in the right place. That's what Morgan Riley does. He's always on the right side of the puck. He comes back, he breaks up the play, and then he gets down there and leads the rush right back down. Like he's he's an incredible skater, an incredible player. The third player to watch, and it's three players. It's Matthews, Tavares, and Kadri. They're the highest paid center trio in the league. You guys got to go and prove you're worth the money. Yeah. Tavares, we signed you $11 million. We need that leadership. We need that veteran presence out of you, even though you've played in the league for not 10 years now. But we need that veteran presence out of you. Take, you know, cancel Bergeron. Like I, I want Tavares is better than Bergeron. I, it's just there. He's a better player. Absolutely. All around, not defensively. Yep, Tavares is a, better. The multi-time than Selkie winner. He's better than him defensively. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, and Austin Matthews is better than David Krejci has ever been in his yeah, career. So uh, the, the three of them, Kadri's gonna get that you know, that opportunity to. You know, the Char is going to be out against Matthews and whatever Krug is going to be out against Tavares. So, Kadri's going to get that third pairing, that third line. He's got to go out there and prove it. The Leafs' expectations in this series, they can win it. We, they can do it. There, there's some veteran presence on the, the blue line. Not as good, but Ron Hainsey's won a cup. Jake Muzzin's got a few cups. A healthy Jake Gardner is incredible. Travis Dermott's taking big steps. Nikita Zaitsev fucking sucks, but... <laughs> He'll be the sixth defenseman. Like, it, it's going to be a very tight, tight, tight series. And yeah, we'll let Jesse talk about the Bruins before yeah, I make picks. Give, give me a little. Do you want Did you do your your three keys? Our three keys. Yeah. Uh, stay out of the fucking box. Obviously. That Bruins power play is incredible. Like, you can't give Marshawn and Pasternak time and space. That's that's the biggest thing. Like, you got to stay out of the box. Take away their ice time. You know. what? Freddie Anderson, the Leafs live and die with Freddie Anderson. If he can play hot, they got a real shot. And hey, a little rhyme yeah, time, yeah. baby. So, you know, that's great. And then it's it's Morgan Riley. Continue being that Norris candidate. Continue being the second coming of Nick Lidstrom. Shut the fuck up. We got a real shot. The boys got a real shot in this. I've soaked it all in. I, I can't say that I'm angry. I can't say that he turned my crank, like you mentioned earlier. Well, you were um, talking a lot about the Leafs. But that's okay. I, okay, here, here's here's what I'm going to say before I get into the Bruins. I can understand where Chris is coming from whenever he talks about the Leafs. And I can see where Canadians, in general, like Toronto is, I would say is Canada's team. Period. Period. Yep. yep. I, I, I got to say, it, in, in, all, in all fan bases, I would say Toronto is just the bigger... Market. They're the big, they're the biggest they fan bigger base following yeah. in the league, in the world. And yeah. after decades, not years, de- decades of losing, <laughs> I can yeah. see at some point where it starts to affect you. And I didn't mean that as a jab. 
I, but I, I do mean it as... Yeah, go ahead. Just, just to interject about that decades and decades of losing, it's, uh, I don't know, I follow this, this Twitter account, it's days since Beliefs last won the cup, and it's been 18,969 days since the Leafs last won a Stanley Cup, nice. which is super nice. Nice. So, but here's here's where I stand on the Boston-Toronto situation. Oh, baby. Well, okay. Give it to me. Chris. Yes. I agree That's with, my name, not you. Yes. I agree with you. I agree that the Leafs have the potential, the potential to beat the Bruins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But the Bruins have this thing that they do every fucking year, and it it it's sometimes good and it's sometimes bad, but they have a revolving door operation, right? Mm-hmm. Where you know you might have a really good player one year, and then he leaves, and you bring in another good player, right? So it's there's always movement, mm-hmm. right? And there's always guys that are going to have that opportunity and mm-hmm. fight harder than the yeah. previous guy, kind yeah. of thing. So I think in that regard. The Bruins have a disadvantage, right? Because it's they're always trying to build. Yeah, chemistry. yeah the, the Bruins they have that core that Bergeron, Marshawn, Krejci, Chara. Yeah, they got that core, but the pieces around the core are changing every single year. The thing, the thing that I love about the Bruins though this year is their third line, right? Mm, As okay. of recently picking up Charlie Coyle, yes, right? Yes. Was yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it was huge, but it was effective because now you got him on the second power play line, yeah, which mm-hmm. is crazy, yeah. right? And he's he's playing on the third line. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Bergeron has always been good. Marchand's always been good. Pasternak always been good. So it's recent. I mean, yeah, yeah, last new. few years, yeah. Right, he's young. He's twenty-four. Um, I, I like I said. I think overall both teams are are good. Are great. They're elite. Mm-hmm. Boston obviously got second place in their division. Yeah, that's just how it is. Bruins are better. They're they're a better hockey team, but uh, there's what the stats show. Yeah, but. But like I said, they they have their advantages and they have their disadvantages. So it's like the least have their advantages, yeah. disadvantages. Anyways, uh, my top three players from Boston to watch, y- you know it's going to be Marchand. Yeah. You know it's going to be Marchand. First 100-point season. Who is he going to lick this year? Well, that brings me to my three keys later. Oh. <laughs> Marchand, 100 <laughs> points for the first time in his career. Yes. Quietly, okay. quietly did. Yeah. Nobody talked about Marchand. Some would say he's good at hockey. Yeah, yeah. He, he limited his... Antics. No suspensions. No suspensions. Yeah. And I don't think he got any fines either. Ah, uh, yes, he got fined in the first game of the year. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Eller. That Eller. But aside from that, relatively quiet. Yeah. All things considered. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what I really respected about the guy this year. He focused more on his focused more on his game, mm-hmm. which helped the team in the long mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Um, obviously, Pasternak, that's a gimme. Yeah. Uh, 81 points. Um, 18 games in the playoffs, and he's got 24 power play points. So you know you can expect big things from him. Yes. Um, a, a kind of a, a sleeper though for me was mm-hmm. Jake DeBrusque. Mm. Like that's 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 another. He's an uh, underrated player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for for me, like being on that second line. I mean, the the thing is with that uncertainty, especially with David Backus. Okay. Like. A winger is a winger in my yeah, yeah. my perspective, yeah. right? So for Jake DeBrus to go up onto the second line and prove himself and stay there for yeah. most of the season yeah. is phenomenal. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting a good game from him. Yeah. He, had the, he had the game of his life in Game 7. Yeah, and and here's... I have a fourth, Ooh. but it's a duo. How okay. dare you? Okay. Yaroslav Halak yeah. and Tuka Rask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, I've said this in the past podcasts about the 2-1 and one situation mm-hmm. with goalies. These guys did somewhat... A little bit differently, but pretty similar. Okay, these guys, Rask 46, Halak 40 games played. Yeah, they played pretty much split. Similar records. So going into the playoffs, they could do the switchy switch every game if they fucking mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah. 
and it would it would be the same outcome. They're the same type of goal. Yeah, you know, Locke had a great year as a backup. Phenomenal year. So this kind of split. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, three keys. I, I only have the one, which is don't lick, don't inject, like, don't do something stupid. Don't do something that's gonna get the shit kicked out of you and ridiculed for you. There's no and, need and to. That's the thing. The Bruins gotta stay out of the box. Like the Leafs 100%, have got a killer power. Hundred percent. And and the Bruins have that reputation because of Marshan that they're a, a dirty team. Mm-hmm. The Bruins aren't a dirty team. They have a guy that's just an idiot. Yeah, but he backs it up with his. I wouldn't say he's an idiot. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly he got what he's doing. The, I think he's a genius. But he's he's currently in the Leafs' head. Yeah, like, always, yeah. always will be. I mean, the Bruins in general are in the Leafs' head. Here, he's an idiot savant. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's you know what, they know how to win. They've won. They've won cups, mm. right? They know how to come back <laughs> in game sevens. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know what's. Stick to what works. Yeah. Right. Stick to your current game plan. If it like I said, if it works, it works. But just keep the antics to a minimum, yeah. Marshan. Uh, Mike, we're doing predictions. Do some predictions. Do some predictions. Obviously, we're gonna start with me. I've I've got no horse in this race, quite yeah. like you two do. Yeah. Um, but I am a big fan of one thing and one thing in particular, and that is seeing Chris suffer, suffer horribly, yeah. horrible playoff losses. So. Yeah. I think, despite that fact, I would go with Boston and seven either way. Mm-hmm. I think Boston's a more talented team. I mean, that first line is honestly incredible front to back. I think Patrice Bergeron is the most underrated player in the NHL. I wouldn't say he's underrated. I think he's, he's pretty overrated. I wouldn't say he's overrated either. I'd say he's right where he needs to be. He's pretty overrated. I, like, he's, he just, to me, is the best two-way player in the NHL, or forward, obviously, yeah. uh, He's very good. Anyways, Bruins and seven. It, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> Jess, I want to hear yours. <laughs> For me, I would obviously agree <laughs> with Mike. I think it's I think it's the Bruins and seven. I, I mean, but it's... it's. I think this game seven is going to be the closest game seven that any any game seven in the history of game seven have ever been. I will say that. I'll say it's, it'll be tight. I mean, defensively... You know, with Charas even straight up saying, you know what, I just want to play. I don't care if I play five, six minutes a game. Mm-hmm. I just want to play. Yeah. And having their young guys step up, which yeah. has been doing well for them all season, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a huge factor in it. But, uh, yeah, I, I would have to go Bruins in seven. And, of course, it's going seven games because that's how the Leafs do. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are will have a heart attack one day. Uh, yeah, I will be very drunk for that game seven. But I'm going to get my moment. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win. I can't wait to meet you. And you know what? If, they're if going. I, I'm, I'm not cheering for the Leafs. I'm cheering for you. Yeah. I like you got my full support. Yeah. Certainly, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, my I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not an asshole. Ah, oh, that's fair. I'm not from Boston. He's not from Toronto. These are the teams that we went to when Winnipeg wasn't here. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's going seven games because it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Okay, we can't say bloodbath twice in the same yeah, matchup. I already used it. That's my line. I tell you when it's a bloodbath or not. You also said that in this podcast, and you can't say that again. We've said it like 17 times. Uh, I have not said one is going to be a bloodbath yet. No, you said you tell me when I, I can use bloodbath. This yeah. is the second time you said that. Yeah. yeah. Watch the I'm tapes. keeping track, bro. We've got it. We've got, he's got my a little ADHD check is going haywire. I'm making checks on everything. <laughs> Fact check. Anyway, so you're saying the Leafs and seven. Yeah. I understand your optimism. I can't get under. Uh, I love it. I love the optimism. I, yeah. I think yeah. that will make a Vikings fan, so yeah. you know what this is like. That, that is the one thing that I yeah. like about the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base is their optimism. Yeah. That's it. 
Oh yeah, I know. It's so happy their shitty attitude crushed. and their their chirps. <laughs> we we've just... planned the parade and sent them to the AHL about six times this year. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It will by after game one, it's going to be that the Leafs are losing in four, right? No, 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 no. They'll get spanked in game one again, and then you know. No, I think the Leafs are going to take game one. Actually, I, honestly, I've got a strange feeling. The same thing. The Leafs are going to come out. Boston's going to think they just have this wrapped up on the tiny little bow and. John Tavares and the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to spank the Toronto the Boston Bruins. Well, sure, man. <laughs> I think uh, that's it. That's all. That's, that's all of the matchups. Um, well, why don't we look ahead? Obviously, we're all in the prediction business. Uh, we can all see the future. Oh, yeah. Um, so, let's talk about it. Let's, let's have a conversation about what we think that Stanley Cup matchup will be, who we think is going to win it, and who do you think is going to be the Conn Smythe winner. Um, Christopher, I will start with you. I've got this, this, this future playoff uh, in my brain here. Yes. I've, I've done the brackets. I've, you know, scrambled the stats. I've got it. I've got the finals. Put money on this. This is what's going to happen. Okay. Winnipeg Jets going to beat the Nashville Predators in the second round. Okay. Nashville, they both get through, whatever. Winnipeg to the Western Conference final. Vegas beats San Jose, beats Calgary. The same Western Conference Final, a rematch of last season. Yeah. What happens? I, I I can't come up with any other scenario but this. The Winnipeg Jets are going to the Stanley Cup Final this season. I think they get through St. Louis. They get through Nashville. They're going to be riding a high. They're, that's going to roll right through Vegas, and they're going to make it this year. Okay. The Jets are going to be your Western Conference champions. In the East. Okay. In the East, yeah. 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 In the East. Tampa beats Columbus, obviously. Toronto beats Boston, obviously. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh beats the Islanders, obviously. And um, That's a very loose term. And and <laughs> Carolina beats the Capitals. Not obviously, but that's where I'm going. And I'm actually just doing this for the first time with Carolina going through. Pittsburgh, uh, yeah, you're not really seeing my hand movements right now, but we're, we're doing some work here. Um, the Penguins, they're going to beat the, the, the Hurricanes. Eastern Conference Final. The Toronto Maple Leafs are gonna be riding that high after beating, after finally slaying the dragon. Gonna sweep gone, sweep gone through past Tampa to the Eastern Conference Final. <laughs> Where after that happened, they're riding the biggest high in the world, and we go right through Crosby right to the finals. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Go, go through slaying the dragon and breaking the curse, becoming the 2019 Stanley Cup champions. John Tavares gets the con Smythe to take back to Brooklyn. That's the most unbiased fucking bracket I've ever heard. Oh my God. Ever heard. So Thank you. And, who, and you said John Tavares is your con Smythe. Yes, he's going to be the con Smythe winner. Take it back to Brooklyn. Or wherever the fucking Islanders play. Oh, no. All right. Well, oh, Jesse, you're going to go against the here, here, Here's what I'm going to say. I agree. Aside from the Vegas part of it, I agree with your West. Oh. Okay. So Winnipeg, Nashville. Winnipeg obviously goes yeah. through. Uh, but they're going to verse, I think, San Jose. I think okay. San Jose is going to go through, like I said earlier. Yes, and they're yes. going to beat Calgary. And they're going to go to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. to lose to the Jets. Uh, so Jets will take that Western spot. Mm-hmm. Um now, I'm going to do a little hypothetical here real quick. So let's hypothetically say the Leafs beat the Bruins. Yep. Hypothetically. Okay. The, so Leafs were in third, yeah. Bruins are in second, Tampa's in first. Third, second, first. Yeah. 
Now, no one can see your hand. They know yeah, what guys. I. They know what I just did. It sounds like you just said exactly what I said. No, but I went first. Okay, but so you're gonna beat the second, second yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you're gonna. You're telling me that they're gonna beat the first place yeah. by not not sorry not the first the first <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> Okay, no, you're wrong. No. Okay, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Boston, Tampa, second round. Tampa's gonna kick the shit out of Boston. Most likely, yes. Like I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. They're gonna kick the shit out of Boston, yeah, like last year. Yeah, make it to the to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And like I said, and then I got Pittsburgh and, and yeah. Capitals. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I, I honestly, I think Pittsburgh's gonna. Oh, like, you can't. Can you bet against Crosby? Like no. you can't. But you, you know what? We said that last year. And, yeah, off year. and Crosby wanted an off year. Okay, but anyway, yeah, Crosby wanted it. He got yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'll be it'll be Pittsburgh and Tampa in the Eastern Conference. Tampa's, Tampa's gonna go going to the finals. Tampa wins the cup. I'm I'm sensing Jets and Tampa finals. Tampa uh, in seven, and Cooch is gonna get the consmite. I like it. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. That. Uh, I think you're a lot more realistic and uh, down to earth than our uh, fellow. <laughs> co-host mm-hmm. um for me uh i'm gonna go a little different direction on the on the west and the western conference than you guys um i think oh obviously winnipeg losing the first round so it's tough for them to go to the stanley cup finals uh i think nashville and st louis uh play each other pretty tight but i think nashville is a deep team they got a great defensive core and a good goalie they're gonna go through uh vegas uh calgary i'm gonna go with Shit. Uh, whoever wins the Vegas San Jose series goes pe- through Calgary to the Western Conference Final, where they lose to Nashville. Uh, let's say it's Vegas. I think Vegas or Nashville beats Vegas in the Western Conference Final, makes it sound like a final of the West. Easy. Then it's gonna be uh, Tampa. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, they're gonna play Boston. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're gonna beat Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just beat, kick the shit out of Boston. Yeah. yeah. Kick the out of Boston, they're, they're gonna through. they're gonna give them the old dick twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. And then <laughs> Washington's gonna play uh, Crosby and the Pens. And honestly, like I was I was all in on the Pens, but like. Looking at, I'm looking at the Caps right now, and it's it's tough to pick against them. But I just have a feeling that the Pens, uh, you know, are bouncing back. Like they've got that rest. Um, I'll go Pens in seven. Uh, to kind of get back a little bit of revenge yeah. from last year, and then um, it's Tampa Pittsburgh. Tampa wins. Tampa beats the Preds in like six. Uh, they finally win their cup, and I will go. With Andre Vasilevsky winning the Conn Smythe, because I think he's just gonna have a stellar playoffs. I think uh, the big cat himself is gonna just turn it up a notch. Well, aside from uh, Chris, you know, being off in fantasy land, um, we were pretty much on par. Yeah. Aside from the West, but it's, I mean, again, favorite. I mean, we had the same West, Jess. That's true. Pretty close. Pretty cut. Pretty close. fucking close. Yeah, you know what. I, I just, I for me, I guess, I think it's a no-brainer. Tampa deserves it, yeah. No more than I, I would say any other team does, but I think they just, they have a little bit yeah. more of a, yeah, you know, a claim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's all, boys. We're yeah. back. We're getting rolling. We'll hopefully record more semi-frequently yeah. than we did before. Um, any final parting words? No. 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 Okay. Chris, you got any last uh, words? Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you. Um, 
There was one thing that I don't want us to forget about that I just remembered. It's the word of the day. Salisbury House Salisbury. word of the day. Baby. Word of the day. Oh, that uh, I think I won. I'll put it out there. What'd you say? I used the word discombobulated uh, yeah, earlier. Is, I think that's been it before. And I'm pretty sure no. I've said that before. No, no, absolutely you haven't. No. If you could come up with a better word you said today. No, I didn't say anything, didn't say anything good anything today. Really. Yeah, yeah, no. You just, I made like multiple mistakes. Cornucopia. There, Mike, Win, the Mike, Mike wins season three, episode one. Salisbury House, word of the day. Yeah, yeah, crown you em. get the free nip. <laughs> the free nip. Uh, <laughs> as always, we're still looking for sponsorships. We've said this beer company enough. Uh... <laughs> On our podcast, so hopefully, if you're listening, uh, locker room logger. No, you're not supposed to say it. Oh, no, we're no, we're stuff now. LR, LRL, yeah, LRL, yeah, yeah. code if, name. If yeah. you're listening, you know what to do. Hit our line, uh, our handles as always. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be more active, way more active. I have a new handle. Well, it's not a new handle, it's my original handle. My always handle, Jesse Giswaldo, that's it. No. Jay Like Sports is no mm-hmm. more. But Jesse Giswaldo was a thing. Toss me a follow. Michael. Yeah. Oh, oh mine, uh, I'm I'm at Michael Canoya on Twitter. I'm at Cananoia on Instagram. Or maybe I'm at Michael Canoya. I don't know. If you're listening to this, you probably you follow probably me. probably already follow us. You absolutely If you're listening this long, I think I owe you a beer. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Chris owes you a beer. Uh, there. We're putting yeah. that out there. Anyone who listened to this point, Chris owes you a beer. There we go. Well, from all of us here at the Can Man <laughs> Podcast, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, goodbye. I love you. Love you guys. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to expand on that? Love you guys. I love you. Bonino! 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 Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Crosby! The Golden Goal! Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Shut it down. Let's go home.